Hey, this is Kevin Smith, and you're listening to Radio Brendo Man, the only radio that matters with the name Brendo Man in it. If you're not listening to it, just what in God's name are you listening to? I can give you some options, but that would defeat the purpose of the plug. Brendo Man. Welcome to another episode of Radio Brendo Man. I'm Brendan Creasy. And I'm Phil Vecchio. And you're still tired. Definitely. But it's Thursday for all of you listeners out there. Phil's probably still tired on Thursday, I too. probably am. I mean, I, I think that's a permanent state at this point. Man, you're just one of those dads. Just I'm a dad. I understand now why, like, talking to dads, you have, like, a different wavelength. I don't know if you saw at the birthday party, there's like this little area of couches in the corner mm-hmm. and there was like two dads like taking naps on the yeah. couch there and I'm like, oh, it's calling me. I wish I could and go over there at the dad it was, nap couch. It was really fun at PodFest, like, cause, cause when you, when you were talking and it, cause it was fun like instantly being able to identify the other dads. Yeah, oh, totally. Like Chris Maloney and some of those other guys. I'm like, okay, dad. Dad, like, and it's very, it's, I can tell the demeanor now of a well seasoned dad. Yep. Now that I've been, like, basically, we've come to terms with the fact that we're not ever going to get a good night's sleep. Yeah. Period. And then, you know, you just move on. And, uh, and you guys okay. are all just seem really tired. Yeah. But it's a good, happy tired. Yeah. But my gosh, sometimes I just, and I always have the conversation with the kids, like, you guys, you know, you could take a nap at any time. Like, you could just decide, I'm going to go oh, to sleep. Oh, you're years right away from the nap years. No, but sometimes, there's this, this weird pocket. Like, you have them take naps when you're kids, and you've got years of no naps, and then all of a sudden you just wish you could take a nap. And then they become, and, and then never they become get to a slug. Again. Man, yeah. I, I remember the relief in my mom's just, like, demeanor when we started, like, napping in high school. <laughs> and just, like, and also not getting up at the crack of dawn on Christmas. I think that was a huge moment for her. She's like, wait, you guys don't want to get up? We're like, no. She's like, really? I'm like, we're like, no. And she's like, oh, my gosh. I don't even know what to do. It's happening. <laughs> it's happening. They told me this day would come. I didn't know it was real, but there it is. Uh, yeah. And then it's like, I, yeah. And then we're adults. And then we're adults. And you never get to nap again. Except for me. Except for you. I can do what I want. I only get to nap on the toilet, basically, at this point. <laughs> that That's when I get to close my eyes for a minute. Well, we got some more PodFest interviews this week. Some really good ones. I'm re- I don't know where we're at in the schedule. We got so many. But I know they're really good, because they're all good. So. Well, I do know we're going to be ending with Todd Glass. Yeah. And Dave Anthony is our very last one. Are they all, are they, maybe they're on this one? They, I hope so. Well, you'll just have to see. We'll you see. won't know until you they get might to the end. They might not be. If you get to the end and it's still not those, then we got another, some more to and come. We got extras. But it's all good. It's all probably not safe for work, FYI. Yeah. 
But, you know, it's all in good fun. Especially towards the end of PodFest where we were all kind of loosey-goosey. There's a lot of, there's a lot of, a lot of fun that and was had. A lot of, like, you think we're tired now talking oh, to man. you? Like, those, I don't know if you've caught it in, like, the intros and outros that were the very last things we recorded, but, like, by the time we recorded those, I was very delirious. Yeah. I mean, you could, I think in the Thursdays was the one where I said, Matt from Striker, yes. Striper. No, Slayer. Slayer. Oh my gosh. I can't even remember the band. Matt from Slayer. Because his name is Matt Slayer. So I said Matt from Slayer. And he's like, yeah. Everybody's like, (laughs) and then we're just all. When we, when we do get to the Dave Anthony one, you'll hear me Uh, basically having completely zoned out. You're zoned out. Dave Anthony's just done. Yeah. It was, cause I had been, you, were, I had, you kept the ball. I had float. been bugging him all weekend, yeah. and he was just one of those like because those guys are running around super busy. But I was like, hey, I've seen Graham Elwood in here a bunch. I've seen Chris Maloney in here a bunch. Dave Anthony hasn't been in here except to throw a bunch of flyers at us for his book. So it was funny, which is great, and I'm excited for that book. But I'm like, we got it. We got to do this, and he did, and he was super awesome. And um, but he was you and him were both like. Just, Done. Uh, and I uh, was just like, I think I was on my like fifth wind. Yeah, because you you kept that ball going. Although as it, it, tired as we were in that, we got kind of a little scoop on his. So yeah. keep an ear out for that. Keep an ear out for that because I haven't heard that thing. Yeah, I, I was, still haven't seen anything about that. Yeah. Um, so that's cool. That's cool. But uh, we have something cooler just for you guys. Special treat because it's Thursday, and we know how much you probably missed it last week. Definitely. Even though we did, we, there's still a lot of Marmaduke talk coming your way. You're going to be hearing a lot of Marm. Um, I just remember by the time we talked last year, like you're doing it. You're going to talk about you're doing it again. <laughs> doing it again. Here we go. Here we go. It was dedicated to old restless. That's who we're doing it for. We're doing, you know, we just want it, we keep it real. Embrace the marm. <laughs> That's the name of this episode. Embrace the marm. Embrace the marm. Do you think somewhere out there, old restless is yanking his hair out, going, "No, no more marm." Yes, marm. Team marm. Right. Hashtag team marm. Team marm. Hashtag embrace the marm. <laughs> Hashtag let the marm cool. I don't know. Well, it's time, Phil. It's, it's time. time. It's Marmaduke time. All right. Wait, we're doing it in the beginning part? Are we doing it in the end part? I don't know. We're doing it now. You we're already said the song. Let's, Let's do it. it. I just, I think we should do it, and then they do the inter- interviews, and then we're good. And, okay. and um, I also just want a quick reminder, we're still doing the Marmaduke Brick Project. We've already yes. got enough money for the basic brick with our logo, but we want to try and get an even bigger one. Um, and we're hit, we're already on our way there. Um, so you can send your donations. Just send them, um, the, choose the send money to a friend option since this is all going to charity and we're passing it along for you to, um, so send that to popboxmusic at hotmail.com. PayPal, please. Yes. And you guys are already doing awesome. Thank you very much. No, it's been great. And we've, we've been, you guys have been doing so great. We got so much Amazon. That's going to be next week. We'll catch up on all that stuff. Go to Radio Rendo, click those links. You guys are definitely doing it, and we appreciate you doing that. And if you're new to the show, you can also do that. All right. Well, but let's so do some Marmaduke. Here's Marmaduke. Now it looks like Marmaduke's feeling like like I am. He's basically dead to the world, flopped out on the ground. Yeah. And the mom dot 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 is yelling at him. Come on, Marmaduke, up. He's not getting up. She's ch- 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 choking him out. 
In she is choking here. him. She's full on choking him. His head him. is like disconnected from the rest of his body. I don't know what that is. Kind of looks like she's like This looks like the him. laziestly, the laziest drawn Marmaduke I might have ever seen. I mean, we, it looks like his head is decapitated here. And then you just but see the Plus he's all now. smooshed. So I don't know what's going on there. And she's yelling at him, I have to clean house. Out, out. And she, you see him, her throwing him out the door. Then she's vacuuming. Then you hear woof, 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 woof. And she runs towards the front door. Another woof, 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 woof. And then a third panel of woof, 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 woof. There's a lot of panels of that. And she says, oh dear. As she's looking out the front door. And then the final panel is her calling on the phone. Um, strung out or something. I don't know what's up with her face in this picture here. <laughs> but she looks very uh, different. And she says, fire department. Do you get Avon ladies out of trees? So... Brad Anderson's too lazy to actually illustrate that punchline, and so instead they just wolves. talk, just a bunch of wolves, and then and then Dot talking about what happened. But I mean, like he just gave up drawing that face in the last panel. There. He also gave up drawing Marmaduke. Yeah, this is a funny one. I mean, basically, like this is like this is like a loose, scribbly, wobbly. Like what is what is happening right now? This one it's very psychedelic is what's going on. I don't understand, but it also further proves that one obviously Marmaduke is not a dog because this family has no interest in owning a dog. Yeah. They can't get rid of him because obviously She's they would have trying to strangle him. She's choking him out. They don't want this dog, but that he's not a dog. He's not a dog. He can't leave. He's chased he's, a human into a tree, which I mean that's terrifying. Yeah. Like what kind of situation is going on where he's chasing a woman up a tree? Yeah. We want why can't we see that? Maybe because Brad Anderson knows that that would be too horrific for the human eye well, to even comprehend. And so he's big. probably super shape-shifting, maybe some like growing some like giant teeth. Maybe she's seeing his true form and we're yeah. we're not allowed to see that. Um Yeah, we can't. That's, we, all, that's all that, you can't see that. That Brad Anderson knows that that's not that's not that would that would drive the a, a mere mortal that would drive us insane. Also, I'd like to point out that the storyline of this one, if you look at the very basic, is Marmaduke barks a girl lady up a tree. So, what difference does the whole house cleaning stuff have to do with? They the need rest an of excuse it? to get him outside. Yeah, but why do we? Could they have started outside? Like- <laughs> Again, this is a very lazy comic. He didn't want to draw the outside. So just the test and vacuuming panels and some wolves, yeah. a lot of wolves, a lot of wolves. Man, this is this is a good one. Oh, Brad Anderson! If only we could, if only we could. We need to, we need to find your son. We need to find the son. Like I think that I saw the, this the face sun. on one of the walls in the horror maze we walked through <laughs> last night. Like it's like this gaunt, empty stare. Oh my gosh, Marmaduke! Can you imagine a, a Marmaduke, Marmaduke maze? maze. Oh, into the under, and, and you have to go into his like TARDIS doghouse, and you have <laughs> and you to, and then you find the bones, and like, <laughs> oh my gosh, and you enter into like the TV, his like underworld TV dimension, and <laughs> well, and then like the big, uh, the big animatronic thing would be a huge shape shifted Marmaduke yeah. coming at you out of a tree. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, take my bones. <laughs> he needs to go to bed. Oh my gosh, Marmaduke Maze. Well, check out these great interviews and we'll be back at the end. Indeed. Indeed.
Alright, so we are here with my favorite podcast right now, probably. Jensen and Matt from Get Up On This. Hello. That's nice to say. Yeah. We were actually briefly on the same network for a while. I was... I was on Begged and Boarded with Matt Cohen, and you guys were on Smodcast. Yes. Network, we, and now we did you're the, on... We did the Kevin Smith cycle, and then yeah. now we're at Earwolf. Graduated. Uh, we eventually end up at Podcast <laughs> One, and then after that we'll do Sideshow, and then just with our parents. Yeah. <laughs> just our parents. And you're that. doing a show with your mom right now. Yeah, I'm doing a show with my, with my mother, so we're halfway there, yeah. <laughs> and so you, you, you people write in for yes. love advice. Yes, but my mother answers, and she's not good at love advice. She's, um, she's like 60% bad. I'm trying to find a way to use my mom on the podcast, yeah. and I think you beat me to that. Well, if she's bad at anything, that's oh. the thing to expose. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you guys, uh, you guys, have you been to Podfest before? I have never. never. I've oh. never been here before. We did, um, we've done like our own sort of live shows before, yeah. right? but we've never necessarily been part of a larger thing other than UCB, so this is our first festival. Yeah, no, this is this is a lot bigger than I thought it would be. This is yeah, it's, it's kind of become a cool thing, but it's like super community-based, very yeah, chill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, they let us come. They in let here, us so come in here and record. You won't have. That's not. That's not a thing at the now hear this. Right. The big right. scripts one. Right. right. So, well, and we can all go to Cedars afterwards. And yeah. Like yeah. Get a blood transfusion or something. Yeah. Exactly. Check out a chemo. Yeah. So I w- I just want to ask. Well, we've I, we've been talking about this a lot on the show, and I talked to you with it with you at PWG, but. Yeah. You've been using the Sleep Talk I have. app, yeah, which is terrifying. It's incredible. I, I had tweeted you a link. The reason why I would never use that app because of the story of the lady that recorded a third voice that appeared to be right. a third voice in her room. Yeah, it's the craziest and, link I've ever been sent. But the idea being, it's an app that records you during sleeping. I was told by a girl I'm dating. That uh, I talk in my sleep. I didn't necessarily believe her, so I started recording it, and I definitely talk in my sleep, and I sound ridiculous. But yes, there is a story that you hipped me to. Yeah. That uh, a woman heard a third voice in her room, not hers, not her son's, but a third voice. Clearly, it's 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 a very some some of the, if you go deep in that Reddit thread, yeah. there are people that are saying that's not even, there's no way that's even a human voice. Yeah. Experts which, say it is definitely sure. the most interesting. Uh, uh, ad for the new Paranormal Activity. <laughs> it's actually it better is. than the, the yeah, Paranormal Activity. It actually is the yeah. newest. Yeah. Like, their budget's so small now, it's, it's just, just a, a Reddit a page. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a Reddit page. You are is. the star of it. Yeah. 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 I gave a very high score to the Reddit page <laughs> on Rotten Tomatoes. So if I picked up anything like that, I live by myself, yeah. I would have to just yeah. torch yeah. my apartment and yeah. run away, and I'd be like, Phil, I'm moving in. Yeah, I'm living in your guest room, and... Yeah, no questions, please. Now, please. Whose Nintendo DS is that? We, this one's mine. That one's mine. What are you playing right now? Well, mostly Street Pass. Like, they tag oh, each other. They just came out with a bunch of new Street Pass games. You gonna so. mess with that new Pokemon when it comes out? I, maybe I'm not, not like a huge Pokemon guy, guy, but you know I've maybe. actually got Y right now just because sure, sure. I'm yeah. trying to finish up some stuff. Yeah, but I know, Maddie, you're a pretty you're a gamer, I'm a big gamer, sure. and you're streaming what, what are you on stream on Twitch. What are you playing right now? I just got into uh, Battle Right. Have you guys checked that out? No. It's a new free to play game. Oh no, it's early access, so it's like twenty bucks. But it's like basically League of Legends, but just PvP. So it's like two versus two death matches. The games take like five minutes. It's it's cool. I don't know. It's sort of like League of Legends meets Street Fighter. I'm always 
I'm always behind. I just finished Uncharted 4. That's, that's my favorite game of the year. It's really fun. It's like yeah. being... I keep telling him because he loves Indiana Jones and all yeah. that. Oh, like, no, it's you better are Indiana, Indiana Jones, Jones like, yeah. but better. Yeah. It's I like, played for 20 minutes, yeah. which is the length of time I play a great game. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. so that's a good high 20 minutes means it's AAA. All right. Top 10. And that's the best game of the year. I didn't... I forgot to adjust my game fly after right. reading all the reviews, and I... That back at home, I have No Man's Sky waiting for me. Yeah, you can and skip then, that. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm going to say. It's worth like a day of playing. Yeah, I spent all weekend last weekend playing Overwatch. I had never played it before, and I was pretty into it. It's, I'm not an that's FPS my biggest, guy. That's I spend too much time on that game. I love. I'm not an FPS person, yeah. and I'm like, I was so into it. No, you don't have to be good because I suck. Yeah, I yeah. suck so bad, but yeah. I can heal people. That's it. I can. Heal, I can build turrets. Yeah. <laughs> I can. I can, I can be a human like bullet like yeah, those big, big gorilla guy yeah. like I just take all that that's bullet. my dude Winston's my dude in any other world if you said I can be a human bullet uh, <laughs> I'd, I'd be super into you <laughs> if not video game related okay I've always had this question so Jensen I've seen you multiple times at PWG you yes. used to write for WWE I did, yeah, yeah. And, but Matt, Maddie or no wrestling not into it I mean when I was a kid I liked you know, I liked Hollywood Hulk Hogan have you like, been to PWG oh yeah so is that, that's cool, days. right? Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. Oh no, I fell in love with it. It's beautiful. And he went during like the Generico, and he went during uh, yeah. like uh, oh yeah, the, the golden time. Yeah. Oh no, it was it was I was like it's the best. And then, it's so fun. So, you know, but like holy shit, like the world that we live in right now in, in WWE is nuts. TJ, TJ's the cruiserweight champion. TJ's the cruiserweight champion. Uh, AJ Styles. Is the Universal AJ Styles. So champion. they are the UCB like, to yeah. WWE. Oh yeah. <laughs> and it, but uh, even worse, even worse because it would be like if Donald Glover couldn't come back to UCB. Right, right, right. It's like as if they stopped them from ever coming yeah. back. Right, so. But it's especially TJ Perkins is just the all. I, as soon as I knew they, as soon as I saw they had him, I'm like, oh, they're gonna ride that all he the way. He wasn't even a star in TWG. His story though. <laughs> Is yeah, this because he was like homeless, yeah, and trying to make it? And, yeah, he was crazy. the youngest wrestler in New Japan, he, yeah. and I'm like, oh, this is their goal. I heard that they were going to book the old guy who, uh, Larry. who hands out the, who, who collects Larry. beer glasses. Larry's oh. going to be the new ring guy yeah. over WWE. <laughs> yes, have we gotten the Larry? Got I, think I think it's bad right now. <laughs> have we gotten the Larry health update? No, I think he's dying. Oh man, <laughs> that's rough, Larry. That would be a big <laughs> night if Larry were to die. Oh my god, we would wow. really ten bell salute. Oh, twenty bell me. We'd have to, but I the second. I, I, I have to think that the second that Larry dies, that AC is going to just turn pump on it up. magically. Yeah, pump yeah, it up. Yeah, yeah. So for that Phil, would actually be funny too if they just don't turn on the air that night ever in his memory, and we all yeah. die. Yeah, yeah. Um, for Phil, who has no idea any of this, yeah. he just kind of tolerates it. Right. Um, yeah. Does the skinny so, guy in the uh, floor-length leather coat still come? He won. He just won uh, the uh, Battle of Los Angeles. Right? Oh yeah, it's the one with the Marty. Marty Scroll. Yeah, that's what you're saying. Yeah, he's now the. He's now a big name. He's the guy. He's the new guy. He's the new guy. So at the Legion Hall where they have PWG, there's a Legion guy. Legionnaire? Is that Le- <laughs> Legion Larry. His name's Legion. Legion and he... He controls that AC with the mighty fierce, like, yeah. he'll crank it so the little streamers are maybe... I still think yeah. it's fake. Yeah. I don't think it's real. <laughs> from the outside. And we're all it. just, like, dying in yeah, there. Although, disgusting. this year's Bola wasn't nearly well, yeah, as bad as last year's Bola. Last year's Bola, I thought I was going to die. That's yeah. rough, because I'm sweating in this room, and I'm yeah. sitting under the you, I don't know if you can make it. You, you lose weight when you go. Everybody loses, like, I should do that. It's a good, like, workout. You sweat a lot. You sweat a lot. It smells great, man. 
Uh, and then, I'm sure it does. Jensen, I know you probably can't say this, but I love your book oh, a lot. Thank you. Who's the mystery girl? I will never Can tell. you tell me in like... I will never what tell. What if... Are you going to have like... Is it going to be like the Wu-Tang... Like if like uh, the Martin Shkreli guy shows up at your house and steal it from him and that thing? Yeah. No. I, I, I feel like a piece of shit what telling everybody who guess? it is. But I do feel like I've deducted enough clues. Yeah. There's enough clues on a map yeah. that if you were to work it, you could figure it out. Well, your book is called uh, Kanye West Owes Me $300. Yes. And you guys wrote a book, which after reading that book, I bought your guys' uh, book. Oh, thanks. And it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's just, can't get it's just Can't Get it's Enough, yeah. talking about toys. Yeah. Your write-up, was it, which one of you guys did the muscle? That's me. Muscle oh, my God. I felt every bit of oh, that. Like, I loved muscle. I love your guys' because it's just very, these heartfelt write-ups yeah. of these toys. It's very weird, too, because when we were splitting up the toys, we did a draft. How would you even, would you fight over them? Like, no, very there little. There were some that were very, very obvious. Like, Mask was my favorite thing of all time. I don't even know. And He-Man. Thundercats was my favorite And Thundercats I didn't do. He-Man he didn't do. I did. So there were ones that, like, were very obvious. Yeah. What was, like, the most? Like, 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 WWF to me was clearly mine. The uh, G.I. Joe aircraft carrier was is. me. So, okay, like, that did stuff. you have the flag? No, no, no. But in the, in the book, I tell the story about it. Oh, yeah, I, I knew yeah, one right. kid who had it. Everybody, mine, and I love. I, I think that's because mine, the kid in our neighborhood that had it was like the divorced parents' kid. Yeah, my kid, and, yeah, my kid had uh, showed me his closet, which was full of holes in the wall, and he said, he said, I get mad sometimes. Do you want to see my flag? And I was like, this is yes, I do. But then I'm going to go home and hook my mom because your life sucks. Phil has a very similar story too, where the kid that had all the fancy GI Joe stuff was the one his rich parents. Who were fighting all that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what it is. He showed me uh, those were guilt toys. He showed yeah, me his dad's handgun, and I saw my first porno at his house. Wow. I had that. I think wow. we all kind of had that. <laughs> yeah. Was it Andrew? Did we all go to Andrew's house? <laughs> but yeah, because my I I think it was Dinosaur Dracula said like. If you if you say you have the you had the general flag, you're either a fucking liar or you're a rich asshole. Yeah, and you're like so. That's how Neo Geo was too. Yeah. Neo Geo. Yeah. Yeah. We rented Neo. There was a store that rented those systems because oh, yeah. I rented a Mega Drive once so I could play yeah, 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 yeah. some some Sega wrestling game that never came out here. That's how big of a door. No, you deserve it. I had Sega CD. And then we so. we oh, rented man. a Neo Geo, and just to rent it, it was like forty dollars. Can't imagine the insurance policy. It was yeah. crazy. And it was like the, I the can't believe a hundred dollars yeah, each. Yeah. I can't believe we convinced they're the size dad. of a Betamax. Right, right. I remember my dad's like, "I hope you like this one game because I'm not renting you another one." Yeah. And, and we got one, and I think it sucked, and we were just like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> like we gotta we gotta make this work. Yeah, they were like, I, "A guy rented it again." And all I think it was it was Ninja Combat, which was was fun I for a little that. bit and like on level 4 you're like this is the same thing yeah it, like as a beat em up it just it was no yeah. double dragon I think I played it on an emulator yeah, yeah. yeah. we gotta get over so yeah you guys right. thank well, you so thank much you guys. for get up yeah, on yeah, this yeah. we're excited really nice yeah, yeah. you guys thank yeah, you guys absolutely. hope to see you at the show yes absolutely right. we got the Rob Hubel thanks, thanks guys. guys thank you guys Sky's the limit, whatever you want to do. Okay, right, so. so this is pretty huge for us. We are talking to San Levine at LA oh, Podcast Festival. We are. Freaks and Geeks is our show. We, oh, we, we promise not to we gush, own, but it's my We own the original show. yearbook edition. You Very know how nice. serious that I is. I do, that is serious. That's, and he that's was at level. the Tower Records signed the Oh, you're at the signing back oh, in 2004, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. He has everybody. I was living in Missouri at the time, so but I was at yeah. the Paley Fest reunion, and that still is a highlight of my life. Oh, the one we did in the 2011. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With everybody and 
That was awesome. Some of the yeah. people you brought in there that we hadn't seen in a long time. Yeah, that was fun. I was thrilled to be on that stage. That was great. Awesome. So, is there like some sort of freaks and geek tale that no one's ever heard before you can share with oh, us? Oh man, I th- I think I've probably told them all told them at all. this point. I've been on you know a, a number of podcasts talking about it. Um, no, I just uh, let me think of a really good one. I don't know. I unearthed, I unearthed a photo the other day of what turned out to be the last day of filming, and I put oh, it on social media. Yeah, I've seen you've been posting. Yeah, John Francis Daly posted some yep. good ones right. yep. lately, and uh, and I was just remembering that last day of shooting and how there was definitely a feeling amongst all of us that we knew it was very likely this would be the last time we were ever all paid to be on the same soundstage together. <laughs> I, um, it's been a little bit since I was completely obsessed, but the actual last filming was the Ben Stiller episode? Yeah, it was the, right. the little thing. Because you were smart, right. you guys were, you at least had the foresight to film the real finale ahead yeah, of time. Yeah, Discos and Dragons which my was, favorite episode. Was, it was an amazing episode uh, directed by Paul Feig, yeah. uh, which was, um, yeah, they sh- we shot that as the 13th production episode. Okay. Uh, and then they ordered four more. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, uh, The Little Things was the very last episode we shot, and it didn't air that way, but, but yeah, we were shooting that the stuff with Ben Stiller was our very last day of shooting, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, to have yeah, a giant movie nuts. star like Ben Stiller on our last day of shooting, where it was like, on the one hand, we want to make this day super special for all of us. It's our last day here. On the other hand, fucking Ben Stiller is here, and uh, and I couldn't help myself. I'm a huge Ben Stiller fan, always have been. So it was a very surreal day for all of us. So are you okay? I mean, I know you're playing a character, but do you do you ever play D and D? Like, do you have anything in common with your character? I have a lot in common with Neil but not d and I've no, never been a D&D, a D&D okay. guy okay. just yeah it's never been my my thing uh, but certainly just how much Neil and, and, and Sam and Bill were you know comedy movie comedy nerd guys right, yeah. right. you know uh, I know that there was, you know, uh, that they had more intention of doing more Monty Python stuff, and yeah. uh, you know, they certainly stuck a, a lot of them quoting Caddyshack right there in the first episode. Yeah. Yep. That's and when, as soon as you saw that, you're like, oh, this is my, yeah, this is my show. Oh yeah, people, this is it. No, hundred percent. Yeah, because that's what Paul and and, and yeah. Judd did when yeah. they were that age, uh, and so they just wrote it, and yeah. little did they know, or maybe very much did they know. That was an entire generation. Yeah. And maybe and then some of guys who yeah. just that was how they communicated with each other and was quoting right. weirdy right. comedy and movies. And that's how we survive just the horrors of and, and going that whole environment. Yeah. <laughs> Growing up in the eighties, like I knew all the characters on that show. I knew you. I knew yeah. I you know, I knew Sam, I knew Neil, I knew because those were real people. It's the first time I ever felt like that was represented in a real way. I, 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 we were talking about this with my friends. I feel like that's why everybody's connecting with Barb from Stranger Things. <laughs> right. It's a real Right. Person, just like like Barb right. would have been hanging out with the geek, absolutely. Like she would have been like you're like yeah, she fine. would have been our our D and D pal. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, and I and that's probably I think the greatest compliment that the show has gotten time after time, which is people will come up to me and say, I was Neil, or my best friend was Neil, I was Bill, yeah. or or some version of that, right, right. because those characters were so authentic. 
Yeah. Everyone knew someone like that if they weren't that person, you know. People will come up to Linda Carlini. I was Lindsay. I wanted to be cool, but I was in the, all the nerd clubs, <laughs> right, and right. all I wanted to do was hang out on the smoker's patio with the cool kids who had mice and motorcycles, and, and I didn't know who I was in high school. And, and these were real characters and real things that kids went through, and, and I think that is speaks to how well-written the show was. Yeah. Well, awesome. Sam, thank you so much. I know you're, you're in a hurry. Do you want a real quick good. plug? You're, you're here to do a show. Do you want to tell everyone How what you're you doing? I know you've been working with Kevin Pollack for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've been in the podcasting world for quite a while. I've been following Doug Love's movies. Oh, thanks, very, man, yeah. You're, you're like the grand mega no, champion. No, hardly. I'm certainly of guests. I'm, I'm not, not, nothing <laughs> of an innovator in the in the well, format. Well, Leonard Maltin game, I mean, you're you're pretty much the man there. Uh, well, that's sweet of you to say. I am I'm certainly fond of that game. I miss being able to play it as often as, yeah. as we used to. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, I'm a big fan of podcasting. I think it is it is the independent film of, yeah. uh, you know, of, of talk radio, if you will. Right. Um, it, it's, it's public access without having to go through the red tape of, you know, getting your 30 minutes once every six months or whatever it is. Yeah. And, and it's so accessible to everyone that I think that is what has allowed the really great podcast to rise up yeah. and, and get noticed. Yeah. And it's cool having guys like you championing the format for us little guys. Oh, well, it's very sweet you to say, and, and it's, it's my media. pleasure to do so. I'm always happy to talk with people about whatever, this, that, because every podcast is going to have an audience. Yeah. Whether it's three people or three million people, every right. podcast is going to have an audience. Obviously, you hope it's closer to three million, yeah, right. but I feel like when I hear writers talk about uh, like the Saturday Night Live writers, the Simpsons writers, I was just doing a Simpsons podcast, they always say we write for our own yeah. our our sense of humor. We write for us. Right. And that's what makes us laugh and so we put it out there and we hope it finds an audience and it always does. And that's what I say about podcasting is if you're going to do a podcast, podcast for something that you would want to hear. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know, I mean, it's not going to help you if there's already 30 other podcasts similar to the one you want to do. You're, you're fighting an uphill battle there. But I would say put out a podcast that you would want to listen to and if it's good, it's going to find an audience. It may take a couple of years, but stick with it because theoretically it should cost you almost nothing to get out there. Right, and right. so you're really doing nothing but donating your time. And if you've got the drive to do it and the time to do it, fucking do it. And, yes. uh, and keep at it and don't Absolutely. let anything stop you. Right and so on. hats off to you guys for doing this. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank yeah. you so much. And where can we find your show? Let oh, everyone you can know. Find, yeah. uh, you can, let's see. I'm doing two, two podcasts here at the Fest. Yes, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll plug three things. Okay, One is the podcast I just did, Everything's Coming Up podcast with uh, Allie Gertz and Julia Prescott. Wonderful Simpsons podcast. I'm a huge fan of them. I love that the title. Show. That's great. It's, oh, there's everything about that podcast is great. Uh, we just did that. I'm sure that'll post. You can find it on the links through LA Podfest or on their own uh, uh, site. Uh, of course, I'm here doing Kevin Pollock's chat show with Kevin Pollock. Our guest today is David Harbour. That's going to be streaming at 9 o'clock Pacific time tonight. Nice. So if you're still up, you want to catch that, please do. Uh, and then that'll post on our uh, Kevin Pollock uh, uh, podcast site. And then uh, the series I'm in right now is called Crunch Time. That's available on roosterteeth.com. Episode 4 just posted today. It won't cost you anything to watch all the episodes. Go to roosterteeth.com. Sign up for a free 30-day first trial 
trial membership, and you can watch all of our episodes. There's six total. Uh, four or five and six are posting in the next is couple this weeks. Like a scripted. It is a scripted live uh, action show. It is unlike anything I've ever been a part of. It's a sci-fi comedy. It's Inception meets Weird Science with an X-Files Whoa. twist. Sounds it's great. really funny. It's really innovative. It's different. And I swear to God, if you've ever looked in the mirror and been like, I'm a nerd and I love it, you're going to like this fucking show. I've <laughs> been right. in a lot of crap over the years. This show is good. So definitely check it out. Awesome. Thank yeah. you. Thank you so much Thank for being you. here. Thank you. My pleasure, guys. Sam. Yeah. Yeah. My pleasure. All right. Have I a great recommend you. you talk to our friend Andrew right down there. I will do that. Sweet. He's really big into the um, scripted podcast. Thing, awesome. So then cool. he's going to like, yeah. like what I'm right. doing. Thank you. Thank right. you. Thanks, guys. I don't write it down. Yeah, I, just, I just want to be able to say it. Oh, no, there's nothing wrong with that. All right. Yeah. A little bit. Right there. Okay. Because I can be ridiculous. Well, we're all pretty... We can You're all good company project. here. Yeah. All right, well, we're here again, day three, LA Podfest. Lance Velger, you just got here. I did. Uh, I was. I got out of here at 5 a.m. last night. Holy cow. Oh, let's not ask any questions. Let's not tell any stories. <laughs> you know, whatever happens, happened. Whatever did you get into one of those happen. secret parties? Maybe. Oh. Maybe I threw one of those secret parties. I don't have a room here or anything but that doesn't mean I can't find one. You can't know it's secret. Yeah. Otherwise, it wouldn't be a secret party. Hey, how is this Henry's hard ginger ale? Um, well, I've got two of them, and I'm planning on drinking them one after the other, so that should probably tell you they're well, there you go. Kind of had, delicious. I think I had their orange one. Yeah. And it was all right. I like ginger ale. Uh, I know that like the dad's root, the not-your-father's root beers are really popular yeah. right now, but I don't like the taste of the, yeah, the root I'm, beers. I'm more of the... Have you had the Coney Island one? Yes. That one's the Coney good. Islands are good. Coney Island's good. I like the ginger ale's back yeah, yeah. Of, of all of them. All right. Um, are you yeah. like a ginger ale connoisseur outside of this? No. Oh, okay. No, I'm a Coke okay. Zero man because okay. uh, I don't like that weird sugary taste that yeah, sodas yeah, leave yeah, on yeah. your tongue. Yeah. So it's got to be like that Diet Coke or Coke Zero. Yeah. Well, that's like, us. Diet Coke. Chemical, chemical like shitty flavoring. <laughs> once you like mm. get the... Get the because it isn't, I all readily admit that it's an acquired taste, but once you acquire it into your brain, it will never leave you. That's true. That's <laughs> and your body true. will crave it fortnightly. And um, most importantly, first before we go any further, I need to apologize to all of your fans. I don't know where you're putting this in your litany of interviews that you've done. Oh, I know that I am in every single one of your interviews. Yeah, we've yep. probably been hearing you've you. Heard, we've chatted back and forth yes, across the table. Across the table because I've been working in here all weekend, and I'm like, well. I have to say something because I'm an asshole and I don't care if they're talking to someone much more important than me. I need to be heard. That's the magic that's, of the room here, and though, man. that's also like, we're every everywhere. podcaster in this room. That's right. right. I need to be heard, listen to the goddamn voices in my head because be they want to be talking to have that idea right. in our head. Exactly. Yeah. So you have a live show? I do. Um, I, have a, I have a podcast uh, called Terrifically Tough Tuesday Trivia. Uh, or TTT trivia. You can look it up under both. Um, and we uh, we record it live on Tuesday nights at Dave and Buster's. For our Hollywood. listeners in the Los Angeles area, Dave and Buster's in Hollywood. Dave and Buster's in Hollywood Tuesdays, 9 p.m. Uh, and that way you can actually win the prizes. Yeah, which uh, sounds great. Your prizes sound amazing. Yeah, we do. Uh, if we lived closer, we would be there. Lower. Awesome. We do twenty dollar and fifty dollar power cards, uh, as well as at the end of the month we do uh, stuff. 
stuff from our sponsors like Meltdown and Amoeba and um, what's the other one? The TCL Chinese Theater. So you're like, oh, I want to see the next Star Wars at the TCL with the crazy sound. So you're and calling it TCL now. Yes. It seems wrong. Yeah. Well, you know, I have to because that's what they're called yeah, and, and they, they give me prizes. So. That's right. You know, right. I would call God it bless Romans, you, TCL. I would call it Mans. That's what you guys probably have heard it about. But it's called the Willits Tower, not the Sears Tower. All right? <laughs> right. Stop calling it the Sears Tower. <laughs> Sears Although you guys. ask for the Wills, Willits Tower in Chicago, they'll Nobody say, know what, what are you talking about? about? I think they say, what are you talking about, Willits? Yeah. yeah I believe. Exactly yes. is what they say. Yes. You have a picture of is that a cat DJ? That's a cat DJ, man. Nice. Oh, nice. He's on the ones and twos. I've been enjoying all of wheels. your shirts. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I got my... I got my, my uh, oh, Transformers belt today. You had Zelda. Yeah. Yesterday, yeah, and I'm, I'm N7. What N7 ranked. And what belt did you have Friday? Oh. Friday, uh, Friday was Darth Vader. Oh, okay, I don't know if I caught that one. Yeah, well, uh, I was only in here mostly Saturday. Okay, this okay, Friday that's right, I actually right. saw shows. And um, are you enjoying Podfest? Yes, yeah, I always your, enjoy. Have you been, how long have you been going? This is my fourth one. Oh man, so, so you I have missed year. one year. Okay. Yep, I missed the first year, uh, and I only missed it by like a month too. Uh, we heard about it. We were like, we can't get the money together. Oh well, because yeah. at the time I wasn't living here. Okay, I was living up in uh, NorCal. Where in NorCal? Uh, the Bay Area. All right. All right. Good old. Good old San Jose boy. Nice. You know, yeah, I was up there boys. last year for WrestleMania. Nice. Yeah, I heard it was. Nice. It's, I heard it was there super is, long. Oh, it's, uh, WrestleMania is always a very long. <laughs> well, I was. I've told this guy last year. This year in Dallas, I was in line for three hours, and then the show was like six hours. Yeah. And that was a very long day. And then I went to another wrestling show afterwards. And yeah. You love wrestling. I do. And he can tie anything back to it. We'll be having a I've conversation about ginger ale really and I wrestling. I really noticed that he brought up wrestling. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah. There. I would talk about some of my favorite things like video games, wrestling things? video games. What's uh, your favorite wrestling video game? Oh, dude, it's got to be uh, Raw for the N64. Oh, God. That one Uh-oh. is awesome. It is. It's amazing. It's pretty great. It, yeah, exactly. A, You're like, oh, God, why do you, why do you like that one? It's way. really good. You're right. Well, it's not. I mean, if you're going to go from, like, a pure gameplay, say, I would say No Mercy for the N64. That's what I meant. I'm sorry. No I was going to say Raw. Like, right. Raw is, like, the original one. That's I'd have to go right. tag team pro wrestling on the NES. Come on. Okay. Because the Strong Bads. I mean, that's uh, yeah. where Strong Bads are. Win- that's where our winner is you comes win- from. Yes. Yeah. That's where that it all game, comes from. That game is amazing, but you can't really do anything. No. Uh, my favorite thing about wrestling video games, um, even though they aren't my favorite genre of game, but I do love them. We'll uh, get back to your actual yes, favorite. Because what I, well, in, in terms of all video games, yeah. the most important thing to me is that I can be in the game. Yeah, and wrestling and, games allow you to do that. Honestly, wrestling games are one of the best for putting yeah. me in the game. Oh, dude, I've made and, 25 Brendo Mans. <laughs> yep. And it, let me tell you, it is super easy to make me. And I want <laughs> all your listeners to go out there and get a game that has a character creator. All right? Go to your character creator. Make them as short as possible. Make them as fat as possible. Give them no hair. Give them a big beard. Done. You've made me. And I swear to God, it looks exactly like me. Send pictures, screenshots to these guys, and they will verify that that looks exactly like me. It doesn't matter what game it is. That's fantastic. I can't wait. Especially Saints Row 4. Do it. Run around. 
don't put any clothes on it because that's more lifelike. Have you met a? Have you made a me like on a Nintendo device yet? No, they never look like me. Oh, they don't. No. Even if you do those things. I mean, yeah, they they look like me, but they look like the stupid Mebos. Oh, right. You know? That's fine. Okay. I mean, they're okay. All right. They I'm do saying. have a nice fat body. Yeah. But I will say that my Xbox avatar, spot on. But see, cowboy hat and all. In a way, I appreciate the like not having to look like me kind of thing. That's the whole idea of having an avatar, isn't it? No. No? Not for me. I'm huh. a self-conceited jerk. Oh, okay, That's why okay. I've interrupted I'm every guy that you guys All of my had. avatars has to look like me. Yeah. All right. I want to look like an everyman look, hero. So I... And then in WWE games, you get to be champion of the world. Exactly. As Handsome Be Wonderful. Yeah. Where I have all of gold dust and the lady wrestler moves. Nice. And no one can lift me because I'm 500 pounds and no one has the strength to lift me. There you go. It's awesome. Um, so I use an Android phone because I'm tech savvy. Um, not what was up with that guy trashing Android users? <laughs> well, if you notice, his entire thing was, oh, Kind of just trashing blah. everything. Yeah, and trashing whatever everyone in the room liked. Yeah. So... I I get it, but I also am like, really? Um, I have uh, actually. I, I'll bring it up another way. Uh, let's see here. Sorry about this. It's I know okay. this is making weird air and it's stories. And stuff. We do this. We have whole segments where Brendan Google something, and everyone oh, listens that's awesome. to him. So uh, they came out with a thing on um, on Android where you could make your own droid. Oh yeah. Okay. There you go, guys. <laughs> there it is. That's you. That's great. Right. Yeah. Uh, let's uh, let me uh, bring it up so that you can see it a little bit better here. Uh, no. Why is it doing it that way? This thing is stupid. <laughs> I, I hate things. What phone like you this. got right now? What? Uh, I got the S Six? or the Note. The Note. Uh, the Note Five. It's not the one that oh, so it's up, not right? the seven. It's not the. It's not the seven. Okay, we're uh, safe. I haven't moved upwards yet. No one's gonna explode. Oh dear God! There are some old, scary photos of me in here. Uh, and well, when we're done, days, after you find it, we're, I'm gonna make a meme. There we go. We're gonna do it. There we go. So That's even perfect. Android yeah. knows exactly how to make me. Good. You know, as short as possible, as wide as possible, big ass beard, cowboy hat, no hair. Done. The done. Converse. I like the Converse. Oh yeah, and it comes with the Converse. You know, and you are rocking those Converse too. I do. I, I rock Converse all the time. They don't unless... give me the support. Yeah, I used to. I used to be a Converse guy too. The secret is insoles. Okay. All right. Uh, so you and I, yeah. we're both men's of means, yeah. so to speak, right? Which is why I believe we're both fans of MeUndies. Absolutely. Uh, I've been hearing know, a lot about this. That and Duluth Trading Company. Yeah, I've been right? hearing a lot about that. I'm just telling you guys, cradles the cradles the balls feels amazing. Um, but uh, I have a problem with Converse too because there is no support inside. Yeah. So, Same thing with the the, the, the band slip on. Right. So, which I love all of those. I wish I could wear the. Yeah. So go to your local supermarket. I don't yeah. know what it is for you guys here. It's Ralph's Staters, up there with Safeway. Staters out in Utah. Stater we do brother? have a Ralph. Whoa. Stater Brothers. No Stater, Stater Brothers? Brothers. Wow. We live in the hometown of Stater Brothers. Well, we do wow. have a Ralph's, but that's fancy. No, it's not. It's Vaughn's. We got a Vaughn's too. Oh, and the Vaughn's is the fancy. It's the fancy, it's the fancy one. It's wow. The because Vaughn's is the really crappy one here. Really? Yeah. yeah. Never yeah. know. Never know. Anyway. Well, that's because we go to Whole Foods here in L.A. Yeah. We don't have... Yeah, we had a... We had a, we had a fresh and easy and, and we ran it out of business. Right. Yeah. And we um, don't... I don't think... I don't even think there's a Whole Foods in but, Redlands. But go there. Yeah. Go to the, to the foot care aisle. Yeah. You will see those insoles. I feel like I did this once and it was and great and then I didn't do it buy again. Buy the ones with arch support. Okay. Arch right? support. They'll yeah, feel they have really... No they'll feel really weird for the first, like, week or two. And you'll be like, uh, uh, uh. 
but then you'll your foot will kind of be like, all right, I can do this, and you'll feel great, man. Insoles are the secret. All right. See, here's what I did. My wife bought me a pair of shoes at Target once, and I was like, I don't want to wear it. It says sport on the shoe, and I'm like, that's I'm not going to wear that. But for Again, whatever your reason, aversion to sport is so it's, deep. It's real, it though. It really is. It is the most comfortable pair of shoes I've ever had. So my wife just goes and buys them in bulk, in bulk basically. And, and then, so she, then when, she crosses out the word sport on them so that you can No, wear I got over that because they're so comfortable. Look, it says it on the tongue there. I don't oh. care what brand it is. It's the most comfortable shoe well, I've ever worn. Well, obviously, it's sport. It's sport brand. But I can't yeah. wear anything else because it's just like it, it's, it's a pillow for my feet. Wait a minute. That doesn't say sport. That says sprot. You bought those. Was in Korea, didn't oh, you? Oh man, these are knockoffs. They're, they're knockoffs. They're knockoff sports shoes. <laughs> I mean, sports gonna, big sports gonna sue. But here's the thing that I always: what sport would those shoes even be for? I don't know. Like, I don't think they're like basketball shoes. I'm gonna go ahead and say shoes. maybe like skating. I, I'm gonna go ahead and say uh, gaming. Yeah, it's esports. Yeah, so, yeah. Back to video games. What is your favorite yeah. video game genre? What's your favorite like, video game? I like third-person action. Okay, yeah. and I like RPG. Uh, so I'm a well, huge. I see you fan. got your N7 badge right yeah, there. Right, Mass Effect. Uh, huge fan of Mass Effect. Huge fan of Grand Theft Auto. I know that's a douchebag thing to say. Oh, whatever. But, I like it too. Yeah, it's fucking amazing. Uh, and Saints Row, I love. Yeah, I can't get enough of that one. It's like that's like Gonzo Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, well crazy. because. It's so. I'm gonna go back because I'm a little older. Yeah. Probably I don't know. I don't know when. How old we're you guys like are. in our late thirties. Oh, okay. Well, we're the same age. Yeah. But for your listeners who might be a little younger, you know, don't Which, know that Michael Jackson was once black. Don't know that there were once two Germanies. Things like that. <laughs> when Saints Row came out, it was an obvious yeah, knockoff of Grand knock Theft Auto Three. You know, yeah. it had the same kind of humor, just a little bit more cartoony art style. You know, and really wasn't anything special, except for one thing. You could customize your character, yeah. you could customize your cars, and you could do almost anything. Yeah. All right? That's the only difference between the two. And for me, I like that about Saints Row, because again, I want to be me in a game. Yeah. And so then the second Saints Row comes out along at the same time as Vice City. Vice City tries to put a little bit of that 80s ironic humor into it. Yeah. But Saints Row is like, nah, we're just going to be funny. We're just going to go, yeah. We're just going to go kind of crazy, you know? And then Saints Row 3 comes out. And it was... And it's bonkers. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you were running around with giant purple dildos. You know, you are exploding people. You've got giant fists on your hands that blow up cars. And Grand Theft Auto releases Grand Theft Auto 5. Super serious. Like, very realistic. Right. You know, I mean, it's got humor in it still, but it's a humor that fits into that world. Yeah. At the same time as that comes out, Saints Row 4 comes out. You get superpowers! So they're just like, what? And Saints Row 4 is how I got to meet Hulk Hogan at Comic-Con. Nice. He was doing a... With the rare free Hulk Hogan signing and picture opportunity. That's probably because he needed money after the whole uh, sex oh, oh, yeah. scandal. And uh, did you say anything racist to you? This was many years ago, and no, he was he was amazing. He was amazing. I'll just wait. Nice, yeah. very nice. But it was cool. And that was the one that Sasha Gray was in, and yeah, some other yeah, people. it was it was they really, really crazy. Just, it was, four this was when it got completely nuts. Uh, three is when it started three to go really off the walls. Yeah. But four that. is when it went crazy. Four is when they they literally said, "Hey, look, look at the rails right here. We're gonna go off of them. Yay!" 
All right, so you like those games. Mm-hmm. You don't like the the Miis. Do you play any Nintendo games? I do. What do you uh, play? I play Nintendo games. What do you play? I play Mario Brothers. Yes. I play Castlevania. Yeah. I play uh, Final Fantasy. Uh, Absolutely. Yes, and you'll notice I'm not putting any numbers on these, again, for your younger listeners, because That's when they originally numbers. didn't have numbers before that. Right. Yeah. Uh, I have a, a retro bit system. Okay. So okay. it plays my Genesis, Nintendo, and Super nice. Nintendo games. And you play them off the carts? Oh, yeah. Oh, dude. Of course. Five right there. Of course. I went out and found all my old uh, cartridges, uh, you know. Uh, this guy never lost. <laughs> oh, no, dude. Put them in, work fine. Dude, there's nothing um, like holding that gray plastic in your hand. Exactly. Uh, my favorite, of course, uh, from that era being Legend of Zelda, which yeah. I realized is actually hard. Um, yeah. I do not have the skills to play that anymore. <laughs> my friend came over and literally just played it for 15 minutes. He goes, there, now it's at a point where you can play it. <laughs> and I was like, you dick? And he's like, well, look, you've got he 30 health. He got you health. the sword. He, he got me right. the sword. He got me 30 health. And he got me, like, the better she- the best shield, yeah. all the bombs, arrows. And he's like, now you can now play. Now you can play. And I'm like, you're a dick. You know, it's funny. My, my son is five. Right. About to turn six. Loves Legend of Zelda. I was telling you earlier. Favorite. And he's playing many of them. He's actually beaten three of them on his own now. Oh, nice. He, and the original one, while being pretty hard, he's gotten through like the first three dungeons on his own. Nice. By himself. I also feel bad because my parents bought me a Nintendo. They got to play it obviously more than I did because they were adults and could do what they want. My dad beat Ganon before I did. Oh. That's hard for a kid. Oh, man. That is... Dude, did you watch the Goldbergs at all? No. There's an episode where he's playing The Legend of Zelda. He gets to the Ganon fight and pauses it because his mom, like, yells at him to go do something. And his brother comes in and finishes the fight for him. Nice. That's devastating, man. That's kind of awesome. It's kind of, it's great. It's a good show. Yeah. Fair enough. But yeah, so I like, I like old school games, which is, uh, if you check out my trivia show, you will see that influence a lot. Uh, there's a lot of 8-bit artwork. Um, our poster this year, uh, cause we like to, to pick a game and kind of base our poster off of right. the year. So last year it was, um, Super Mario World. Nice. Uh, this year it is Final Fantasy VI. Uh, I think next year we're gonna do Donkey Kong. Awesome. Yeah, so we basically just make a poster that looks like the old school games. So when people listen at home, they can kind of play along. You don't tell the answers yeah, right away? Yeah, we don't tell the answers right away. Uh, so it's bar trivia. So you do the 20-question round. There's two rounds per show. Uh, and then there's a quick musical break on the on the podcast, just 10 seconds. Because right. that's where we actually cut it so we can pick up everyone's right. papers and right, grade them. Right. You know, like we're teachers. Um, <laughs> Okay, and, and, it's not an honor system thing then. No, it's not an honor oh, good, system. Oh, good, because I hate that. Right? No one's honest. Like, no, why no are you trusting honest. them? Okay, uh, and then we uh, And then we go over the answers. Nice. Um, and there are three ga- or two games uh, that you can't really play audio, uh, with by listening, right. which are our Megapixel, uh, which is where we pixelate an image of a person, place, or thing, and you tell us what it is, nice. uh, and our yearbook folks or yearbook photos of famous folks. Oh, that's cool. So it's all yearbook photos of famous people, and you can play those on our website. Now, I tried um, to convince you to come out to Yukaipa to do this, like, a, and you're not you're not into it. Nobody's no. into it. Nobody's I'm, into going to Yukaipa. I'm just saying they should be. It's a Let's nice think about town. all the wonderful things in Yukaipa. Fruit. 
small towns, big boy. Yeah, that's right. We got uh, we got a, a, a we got wonderful hiking trails. We have a frisbee golf course. We have a Panda Express drive-through. Stater Brothers. Lots of Stater Brothers. We got a Wingstop recently. We have three 7-Elevens and two Del Tacos. I have all of those things on this block here in LA. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, wait, you don't have... You don't have a nice orchard, like all our fruit, man. I get my fruit trucked in. You don't have to. You can pick it right off the tree. Why would I want to do that? You can have somebody hand it to you off the tree. That's doing things. That's making personal contact. I just call an Amazon drone to drop it off at my window. Wait, you can get drones here for real? Oh, okay. I haven't tried. I have have a guy who drops off a bag, knocks on my door, and runs away. Um, All right. Well, I guess if you don't want to have to talk to anyone, sure. I mean, Amazon Fresh is great for the agoraphobe. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because I'm obviously so agoraphobe. I've heard they're testing out the drones. Like, that's a real thing. That's a real thing? Yes and no. After after Blair Witch, I have a feeling they might have set him back a little bit. But the drone wasn't haunted. Well, I don't know if you guys have watched the video of the gentleman flying the drone here in L.A. No. He decides to, like, he's doing some sort of project, like research project, and he decides to fly a drone down Skid Row. This is the only city that has an official Skid Row, by the way. I want to let all your listeners know if they're not from L.A. There is an official Skid Row. It is a district of Los Angeles. Um, But, yeah, he's flying the drone down it, and, yes, someone shoots it out of the air and the guy busts out of the car and tries to grab oh, yeah. it before the other guy can oh man, oh, man. And it was it was ugly man when you drop your keys in the lava just let them go because man they are gone yeah pretty much I mean they will they will tell you I mean you shouldn't even be in Skid Row <laughs> you're in Skid Row for two things uh, cheap prostitutes cheap drugs or you're a hospital patient that the hospital didn't know what to do with you and they just dumped you there well, yeah, but that I mean, was happening. We try not to talk about that. That's, That's right. on the DL here in LA, all right? Especially those of us who may have to end up in that hospital <laughs> because we bought drugs or prostitutes from Skid Row. Um, See, we don't have any of that in Ukaipa, which is I another know, reason to go there. It. You're missing all of the fun. Oh, There's plenty of drugs. You're missing, you're no, missing drugs. police corruption. I'm sure of it. You're missing uh, no, streets that have holes got, like, in them that hey, will swallow your car. Hey, we've got Breaking Bad style meth trailer parts. Yeah, and we got. Potholes. Oh man, we got potholes. Are they filled with pot? Because I mean, you're out in the nowhere. It's probably. Okay. I'm telling you, there's, there's probably lots of pot. We farms have mail that we don't theft. Know about. Ooh. How often do you get mail theft? Mail theft. Uh, probably daily. We got. I don't tweakers. know. I, I wouldn't know we because I, my mail's been stolen. Yeah. <laughs> you have no idea. Yeah, that's true. I just realized that my GameFly game has probably gone out of my yeah. mailbox. Well, the only reason I know is one time I went down to check the mail. There's a bunch of junk mail, and I'm like, ah, forget that. I'm not going to pick it up. And then I came back later to clear it out, and it was gone. Nice. So someone got my junk mail. Well, that's Maybe nice. it's just a nice service, like a recycling place. Yeah, you check it. You don't want it. they're like cleaning up after your table. Well, Ukaipa so. sounds like a lovely place that has nothing to do with anything that's, around anything. That's why we need a trivia thing to come out. <laughs> well, you know, you'll just have to make the nice long drive down to LA. All right. Well, Lance, where can we find you on the? Uh, you can one more find time? me at bedfellowspodcast.com slash ttt trivia. Uh, there is another show on there, my old show, Strange Bedfellows. Uh, right now, it's in a hiatus for an undetermined right. amount of time. You know how those things go, sure, I'm sure. But you can listen to all the backlogs. Phil was on uh, a show like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you can learn how I... Ba- you can basically listen to me learn to become a podcaster 
and host over uh, the course of two years where we, you know, weed out some of our other hosts and, you know, just concentrate on certain things. And then you get to hear all kinds of lovely personal stories about me uh, from my own mouth. Uh, But you can also listen to Terrifically Tough Tuesday Trivia, which is still updated and goes every week. Um, And you can find us on Twitter at the TTT Trivia or Instagram at TTT Trivia. Awesome. Well, Lance, thank you very much for joining us. I'm sure you'll be. I'm sure we'll be hearing you in later on. I'm going to try not to talk anymore during your interviews. I can't make any promises. No But what I'm going to do is get really, really drunk, so I don't know that I'm talking on your podcast. That's fine. And just like. Phil can't promise that he won't show people his stupid wallet. I cannot promise that. It may happen. You haven't seen the wallet I've yet? I've seen your stupid wallet. Oh, he saw the wallet. Everybody in this room. I thought that was anticipation of like, excitement. That, oh no, my gosh, there's no, no excitement no, at all. No more wallet, Phil. When I heard, Paul, uh, when I heard Paul's going to show his, I was like, I know where this story's going. Because odds are, I'm going to show mine. You have a good wallet? I got a real good wallet. <laughs> you know what I mean? All right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Thank man. you so much. All right, guys. All right. Well, we are here, day three of LA PodFest. We've survived, and and we are here with Alice Fraser, and comedian, podcaster, yes, former lawyer, yes, all of those things. And you are from Australia. I am from Australia. And we had an amazing conversation with you on fr- Friday night. I feel this whole weekend kind of a blur. Oh my goodness! Yeah. I mean, since I arrived, I arrived on Friday morning, and it's just been nonstop so you just, amazing since then. You just got on a plane yeah. 16 hours uh, yeah 15 hours flying in and the then air you got wow. here and then you were here at podfest yes. and then are you still like are you what like what's your condition <laughs> what's my condition Stu goldsmith who runs the comedian's comedian podcast let me have a nap in his hotel room today he gave me the greatest gift the gift of a nap uh, and i feel about a million times more human uh, because i've been getting in at about two o'clock in the morning and waking up popping yeah. awake at six o'clock in the morning or five o'clock in the morning and then feeling Which super is like awake the afternoon from where you are and yeah. oh my gosh so I then, can't imagine then it sort of starts to get a bit weird and yeah. squirrely about and halfway coming the, the other here. way like I can attest like coming from that side to this side is way nuts because I I, I I lived in China for a little bit and flying to China I handled it but coming back yeah it's back, coming back that from that was, side because oh, you're time traveling yeah I you are left, time traveling it's, I left at 10.50am Sydney yeah. time and arrived at 6.45am yeah. LA time yeah. on the same like, yeah, Friday. I, it was like I got here like three wow. hours before I left China, like same thing. And I was, so and you're then, younger now. <laughs> I am younger, except I go back. I leave on Monday, arrive Wednesday. And then you lose it all. I lose a day. Yeah. I lose a day. And, and then the losing the day thing is weird. It's weird. It is surreal. It's. I mean, your day feels, your week feels shorter. Everything's, yeah, it's a... Yeah. We're not meant to be doing this. <laughs> <laughs> now, we got a special treat last night. You did an awesome stand-up set. Yes. We got to be there. Fantastic. Super great. How, how did you feel? Like, how did it go for you? Well, when you say awesome stand-up set, and I said, yes, that wasn't me, like, big-upping myself. I was, like, I was very excited. No, no, it, you deserved it. it. It was fantastic. It was I was great. Uh, just having a chat with Gareth Reynolds uh, yeah. of The Dollop and Point vs. Point uh, at, at the back, and he was meant to be closing the show, which he was a bit nervous about because he had originally been second in the lineup. Yeah, there was a bunch of shifting going the guy on. Who was meant to be the headliner was wanted to go home and hang out with his baby which is fine I'd love to yeah. hang out if I had a baby I'd hang out with it all the time babies are great but uh, yeah Gareth was a bit nervous and I was just talking him off the ledge a little bit uh, and uh, Graham Elwood who 
was either pretending to be or was drunk, uh, turned to me and went, hey, you want to get up? And I went, sure. He said, 10? And I said, sure. And he said, okay, you're up next. And I went, So there was like that quick? Yeah, so there was five. The the guy previous to me was still on stage because Graham was emceeing. And so I went to my... I had some uh, system cards in in my bag, which I used for a joke, and I wrote up a few of my one-liner cards, it was my safety net. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and then I went on and did ten, which was a very yeah very loose sort of conglomeration so of different bits of my stand-up over the years. You performed that with like zero notice, basically. Yeah, zero That's notice. Fantastic. Yeah, I felt it was a shame if I had a bit more notice, I could have structured a set that had you know some sort of shape to it. But as it was, it was just ten minutes of jokes, which is fine as well. As an audience member, though. Like, I would have just assumed that you had been planning that your whole entire trip. You didn't tell us about it Friday because you wanted it to be a big surprise. I'm not that like modest. Oh, my gosh. No, that was fantastic. Like, if someone right now came to me and said, you're doing stand-up in 10 minutes, I'd be like, yeah, all right, I'm, I'm dead. Like, what do I, what do, I do? Like, drink some drink. Just crowd work. Just crowd work. I don't do crowd work. I just say that's my dad's name. So someone goes, hey, where do you live? And they go, Connecticut. And I go, that's my dad's name. It's not. It's Michael. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. All right. It's just cool. It's crazy because we also talked to April Richardson right before, and then she was up there. And I don't know. You guys, you're all pretty cool cucumber people. You yeah. Know? yeah, I was pleased that there, there was more than one woman on the lineup. Yeah. It's unusual, actually. Yeah, that's what I've... I've Props I, to Graham. I'm, yeah, I've been watching um, Take My Wife with uh, Rhea Butcher and Cameron Esposito, and that's an ongoing... And it's that of thing show. of like people are like, oh, stop going on about it, and it's like, well, well it is constantly yeah. being shoved well, in our faces. Yeah. It's kind of that whole when Joss Whedon, they're like, what, well, what do you feel like the need to push strong women characters is like until you stop asking me this question? Like, come yeah. on, like, there's a reason. There, there, yeah, like, well, there's a, a Twitter account that I may or may not have collaboratively begun with a bunch of friends that is uh, called Comedy Under Dash Lineups. So comedy mm-hmm. underscore lineups, which is just pictures of lineups, and yeah. then how many men, how many women. Oh, I've oh, seen this. I've seen great. this. Yes. Yes. So it's, we just, I mean, it's it is that thing of, of well, it was a thing that we did among ourselves as girls, just like uh, you just send a, a picture of a lineup or a poster and just like uh, vomit face. Um, and I mean, it's it's fa- it's fair enough. There are fewer women in the industry, so it's representative to have one in ten. But then there's also a sense of you know isolation. If there's not many of us, then you're representing all women, and you don't you don't get to take more risks and all of that stuff. It is a boys' club a little bit. Yeah. In Australia, you feel kind of similar to how it is everywhere else. I mean, it's not like. Is it more difficult? Is it the same? Is, it, is the United States more boy-heavy? See, I don't know about stand-up audiences in the U.S. I mean, I started stand-up in New York, but I was, you know, shit. I was an open micer when I started. Uh, in Australia, I think there's a difference between Australia and England. I think there are more more female comedians, more women who are comedians who are up there. So there isn't that immediate, like, ooh, I'm not sure, when okay. a, a woman comes on stage. Uh Hmm. Which I think uh, Australia has a real history of very strong women, but it also has a history of quite strong sexism. <laughs> so, enough. But tonight, I mean, last night, pretty good crowd, though, right? I mean, amazing crowd, yeah. really nice. Like, yeah, yeah sort of uh, quiet in some places, but when you got a joke in, they laughed. I think it being like one in the morning, I think everyone was like just hanging on, but yeah. you kept everyone there. It was oh, fantastic. thank you. Yeah, I, I was, I was worried that everyone would fall asleep, so I came on quite high energy. <laughs> 
Uh, so now you have a podcast too. Since this is the podcast, that's right. That's what we're here for. Talk about podcasts. Yes, I do. Your podcast is very sounds very fascinating. Thank you. It's called Tea with Alice. I have tea with my guests um, and talk about difficult ideas, complicated ideas, things that you can't just express in one sentence or one tweet or on TV or radio. Things that you need to unpack and work through and and bounce off other people and you're not sure what you think or you need to articulate it and oh, you know, there's a lot of like, no, wait a minute, I'm not sure if I do mean that. Right. Have another go at that, which I love. It makes me really happy. Now, I haven't gotten a chance to listen to it yet because we talked on Friday, but you do have the distinct uh, honor of being the only person at this show to make me cry yet. Oh. Because you told just a story, like, from one of your shows that is incredible, like, just, I mean, devastating but beautiful at the same oh, time. You. you. don't have to repeat it unless you want to, but I, I can't wait to hear what your show is, like, how it goes, because... Uh, well, it depends. I mean, that's kind of what I do, is I use comedy to make people cry <laughs> in my in my one-hour shows, not in my, like, ten-minute spots, but so my first show was... Was about my mum who had uh, MS for 33 years and then um, uh, got cancer so uh, it's about faith and the way that people react to that and the way that I kind of approach life having had uh, somebody in my life who was very obviously you know dying in bits and pieces over the course of my my growing up um, losing someone in, in in bits and pieces and then my second show the resistance is about my grandmother who was a holocaust survivor who was completely mental uh, but also just the most generous person and she built this she had this home that she let people come and live in and she built this community of really damaged broken people around her and as a kid that's normal you don't question why there's a manic depressive gardener with seven and a half fingers who lives upstairs <laughs> yeah. you just think that's Luis he's the gardener he you know brings you carrots like, uh, and then it wasn't until much later in my life that I found out that he'd been a, a leader in the land revolution in Chile and he'd been captured and tortured by Pinochet and that was why he had these fingers missing and that was why he had such you know like trauma and damage and all, I found out all of these stories about all of these different people that my granny had just made sort of a home for the dispossessed a home for all of these and then it made me think about what you know what being good actually looks like and what being good costs in a world where everyone's performing goodness all the time and very rarely putting their money where their mouth is and judging people for the language that they use and not for their actions uh, and so I wrote a show about that as well it's amazing uh, seriously and uh, uh, do you have any like of your comedy online can anyone see any of or anything of your stuff aside from like podcasts uh, if you uh, tweet me I will send you a Dropbox link to an audio of any of my shows okay. um, for free uh, if you're a Patreon subscriber I can send you like a proper high quality one my um, the Resistance show just got picked up as a special for the ABC in Australia which is the national broadcaster there oh, wow. so that'll come wow. out in December and then I get the rights to it um, and so I'll distribute that as a DVD or a download at some point uh, towards the end of this year I'm excited that I've now discovered another Australian comedian because before I met you I pretty much was only familiar with Chris Lilly Oh yes, I, he's very specific, isn't he? Yeah, I, I just I love those shows. I my I had a friend who grew up in the in in he was in Europe, so he he was aware of We Can Be Heroes like way before anybody here knew who it, knew what it was, and he had like import DVDs, and he got me clued into it. But now I'm all about your comedy; it's great, and I'm really looking forward to listening to your show. Oh, some of the and comedy in Australia years. is amazing. Yeah. of the Edinburgh Fringe this year, the three of the. Five 
finalists oh. for the great prize for Australia. Just real quick, for our fans, that we were talking to you about that on Friday, but the Edinburgh Fringe, um, it is a, that's a giant 30-day festival. Yes. And uh, you do how many shows? Well, I was, I, d- I did both of my solo hours. Well, not my first one. So my second two solo hours I did. So that was two hours a day. So that's, uh, the first one I did the whole way through. The second one I did for half the run, I think 54 shows. Man. 54 one hour shows in 30 days. What's your, what's like your secret to make sustaining that, like, putting on a good show every night for that many nights? Um, because I talk about things that are important to me. Yeah. And I know that the audience hasn't had this. It's about, for me, it's about audi- putting the audience in into the experience that I had that made me want to write the show. The feeling that I had that, that I, the world was opening up to me when I found out this information about the people I grew, grew up with. I wanted the audience to feel that. And so I can't, I can't phone it in. Yeah, right. It's a, it's important for me that yeah. people understand this stuff. I mean, even more so with the one that's about my mama. It would be really disrespectful to tell a story, not the story, but a, a very thin, a thin razor slice through my experience of life and through her life mm-hmm. and my family's life. Like, there's a lot of people involved in that. That if I didn't do it properly it would be a really like a kind of a grotesque thing I feel like it would I, I feel a lot of responsibility which is maybe arrogant mm-hmm. but to do it right yeah so you just do it and I don't drink so that makes it because yeah I've heard just some crazy stories out of that whole scene out there oh it's intense and a lot of people have a nervous breakdown about two weeks in but yeah I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big, we talked about this, but I'm a big Colt Cabana fan and he's been going every year for the last few years and he always comes back with pretty amazing tales of, this year he was like in one of the dorms. For the whole time, and that just sounded pretty nuts. You don't want to be sharing a room like yeah. it's such an overwhelming festival. There's three thousand shows a day mm-hmm. in the whole program. There's you're competing with five hundred other comedy shows alone on each. Oh my gosh. So you, it's so competitive. It's so packed. It's so overwhelming. You spend most of your day flyering or going onto other people's shows to plug your show to draw people in doing you know publicity bits and pieces that all you need at the end of the day is a door to shut like it doesn't matter what the room looks like or what it smells like you just need a door that you can close on the world Um, so that was super important awesome and then we are very big here on the podcast about following your passions doing the stuff that makes you happy being creative and your story is really you were you went to Cambridge I did yes you became a lawyer and then when when was what triggered what what would cause like the change the, the change? I think it was a slow process. Yeah. I think I would never have been happy being a lawyer. Yeah. And I uh, it wasn't until I was one for a while. It was, it was funny that they brought me on. I mean, the, I was working for arguably the best firm in Australia. Wow. So you were like that was like you had your whole life just kind of set out. Yeah. You. And that thing of like I went into the interview and I told them I didn't lie about who I was or what yeah. I liked or mm-hmm. anything, and they said oh we want you and they did not it's not what they wanted there's sort of there's all these sort of undercurrents of pressure about how you should behave and how you should talk and what how you should dress and how you should do your hair and no one ever says it explicitly because they're smart but there's all these like subtle little
little signals that they give you about what you should be like that just came I couldn't not take those personally I couldn't not take the fact that everyone was you know watching themselves and self-policing and and all of that you know it's that it was a really toxic environment to me everyone worried and fretful and anxious and ambitious and 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 then you know every paycheck I got I thought what would I buy with this money (laughs) and it was always I'd buy the time back wow so you can only look at so many paychecks thinking that before you just do you just hand in the paycheck and you're like I'm done wow wow. my time back you just went out and did it yeah that's good that's That's amazing amazing. it's very inspiring and we thank you for talking to us thank you so much for having me I really appreciate it definitely checking out your show checking out your comedy and where people can find your show people can find my comedy uh, oh just just follow me on twitter at alliterative a-l-i-t-e-r-a-t-i-v-e or go to my website alicefraser.com I've got a Patreon uh, and you can contribute to that and um, yeah if you, if you want an audio of any of my shows I'll send it to you alright and the, the web the podcast is Tea Without yes yes you don't have to drink tea but most people do that's kind of oh, like at home right a participation thing do people drink along people do and sometimes they tweet me what they're drinking what's that I think what's I encourage that more tea of choice oh yeah good point well I'm a green tea fanatic okay. green, Japanese green tea ideally like really high grade Gokuro or matcha so are you like? Do you do like leaf, like like leaf tea? Like you've got the leaves in there. Like what's your? I I like really good tea, um, and I, I'll prefer a loose leaf tea. But I'm not a snob. Gotcha. Know, I'll I'll do a twining tea have, bag if there's nothing else. Available. I have friends that are like they got their little all their gadgets and devices, and they won't do all because they won't put a bag in their. Cup. Oh, I mean it's it tea is tea. Like, tea is tea. Right on. Right on. Good tea is good tea though. Ah, good point. <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh, yeah, Thank you for having you. me. I really appreciate it. Hey, absolutely. I don't do any. No, I don't do blue. That's the company, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, You're not a, not fan. a blue fan. No, this is the this is state of the art. I love these things. It's great. Right, so we're here with Wayne Fetterman, actor, writer, professional podcast guest. Well, yeah, that's yeah, <laughs> true. I have my own podcast as well. Yeah. What is this? What am I looking at? Cigarette. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. The ladies across the way here hooked us up. Oh, I love it. Yeah, they got candy. They got cigarettes. Thank God. Hey, I'm Wayne. Phil, nice to meet you. Phil, yes. Yeah. Phil, oh, Brendan, Brendan. Yes. Not Brandon. Brendan. How often do you get Brandon? Oh, well, I respond to Brandon. My you do? preschool teacher called me Brandon. I tried to correct her. Phil doesn't have to deal with this. No, 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 no yeah, yeah. I know better. By yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, there's I, a certain. I not my preschool teacher. Oh, I didn't know we were swearing. Well, we can sometimes. Phil I don't doesn't work, like it. I don't work. Yeah, he doesn't oh, work blue. All right. yeah, I don't work blue. I kid you not. Yeah. Uh huh. I like you. Um, you can be on the show anytime. My preschool teacher, uh, when I tried to correct her, she thought I was talking back to her and put me in the corner. And I never corrected her again, so I was Brandon for after that. Okay, wait. Can we just. I know you want to talk to me, but I have some questions. <laughs> no, it's fine. I have some questions about this. So, your preschool, this yeah. is. Was, what's the difference between nursery school and preschool? I don't know. I think that's just a different name for it. Same Do thing. you think it's a generational yeah, thing? Maybe. Or do you think no one says nursery school anymore? No. I don't think so. You, is, that, is that like pre-preschool? I think it's, the idea is like it's more educational now. Nursery school, you're babysitting. Preschool, you're teaching them something a little you know, early. It's school. School. I don't even, pre is not even the right word. Yeah, I don't know. It's just pre-first grade, right? Or pre-kindergarten. 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 But now there's preschool and then there's teaching. Which is 
transitional kindergarten and then kindergarten and then first grade. Here's a little something not many people know about Wayne Federman. Completely skipped nursery, preschool, TK, and went right into kindergarten. Man, and you and you survived? You're here. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I know everyone talks about it, like that's the key to education is the pre. No, that's some <laughs> BS. All right. So, yeah. You're a professional writer, so you know what you're talking about. I know what I'm talking about. I know how to write words. I know that's the good. whole thing. That's all you yeah. need. But uh, no, never skipped all of that. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. It might. It might be. I mean, but there's no grades in TK no, or anything like no, that. No, no. And it's. But it's, you do tests sometimes to get into a elementary school, right? True. I mean, depending on the school you're going well, that's to. Like and those stuff. fancy. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm a public right. school guy. How yeah, about you yeah. guys? Same yeah. Here. My wife's a public school teacher, so. Yeah. And I work at a public school in another capacity. Yeah. Is this mic close enough? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're golden. You sure? You're golden. I'm, I'm, I know I'm golden. We're yeah, good. yeah, yeah. We're good. Oh, yeah. I'm loud. We're loud. Brendan slash Brandon yes. over there is traumatized. I've had conversations with Phil in my kitchen that have gotten picked up on this microphone. No, I'm here. saying, but I feel like there's a lot yeah. of it's it's a, ambient. It's you got a the cardioid. cardioid going on. Yeah. Say it again? You Car- called? I don't know. I what did you call it? Cardioid, right? But what did you call it? I think it's cardioid. I said cartoid is your heart. You said cartoid. That's your Heart. I don't know what that is. It's in your heart. You're the you're the radio, television, film degree yeah, guy. I not know, me. I know. Now there's a mute button that's lit. Is that, that a problem? It's not mute. If it's flashing, it's muted. I got it. It's okay. all, you know. We're scaring everybody. I know. It's curious. It's going. See, you got the blue thing. Yeah, I see we're it. I see. Those are wave waveforms. We yes, call them. That's right. Yes. I'm into this. I'm into we all got of the this. Professionals here. I, I'm into yeah. all of this. It's I'm, blue. Those are blue. I was just even though I record in something called Logic, just this past week. I've gone back to the basics, gone back to GarageBand. They're like, yeah, okay. just like, I really want to dig down, because they're so close now. Yeah. I really want to dig down into like, am I missing something? Murray. Yeah. Murray was just telling us about Murray. Valerino? Valerino. Valeriano. Yes, yes. Was yeah. telling us like how great on GarageBand they just have filters you can apply to yeah. fix stuff. Of course. Magic. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, yeah. It's just, I mean, it's. We don't have, I'm using, I've been using Audacity since 2004. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what my agent used. How I roll. Yeah. When I, well, when I, when I started podcasting when there was, there was like 12 of us. Murray's is the first podcast I ever did. Oh, yeah. 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 Nice. It's myself, Doug Benson, and something. I can't, I don't even know what year it was. You could ask him, but. Did you uh, road story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, early, I, maybe the, his, Fifth or sixth one he did. So, uh, were you back then? Were you in? If I'm not mistaken, 2006. I was I was recording in 2004, and then before there was iTunes. Yes, this was pre iTunes podcasting world. It was it was hard to get people to listen because they're like, I don't know how to do this. There was like specialty programs, or you could just download an MP3 from a website. Whatever happened to that guy? And you can cut this out later if Uh it's thing. There was a guy who. Pretended he invented the thing and wanted ten oh, percent of everyone. Uh, you do what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. The guy that sued Corolla and Marin. Yeah, and yeah. yeah. And yeah, yeah. yeah. So Marin basically went on the offense. Marin and Corolla, and they got the EFF, the Electronic Frontier Foundation, involved, who are very big on killing patent trolls and all those guys that do that kind of stuff. And they fought back and actually like got this guy to like they it's still Did they buy him out? Not really, but they fought the case and 
there's been some judgments, but it's still that guy's still trying to sue people. It's still going. So I think Marin. That's just, why I'm afraid to talk about it because I don't want to bring no, it down. Yeah. Marin is still trying. I know he just did another fundraiser for the EFF because these jerks are still doing this stuff. But it's very baseless because it's just they because they, they had somehow patented recorded sound transmission techniques and trying to say that. It's just nuts. It's, and then he's just suing everybody. Doesn't go after us because we don't have any money. Because of course he's only going after the big names. Still, the idea of it. That's Murray right there. There he is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so what What are we... We're just going to talk about... We Mark talk Mary. about everything. We talk about you. Is there any, like... Shape at all to your podcast. We have segments we go through, but you know, in a live setting like this, it's crazy. Because we talk about, like, Phil, what movies have you watched? Oh, that kind of thing. We also talk about Marmaduke, of course, as people do. The cartoon? The the, the comic strip. I meant comic strip. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I call it a cartoon. It's okay. Yeah, I know Marmaduke. Yeah, I mean, we talk about dumb stuff, so anything is anything is is in. All right. All right. What do you want to talk about? I'm. I don't know. There's a, that's a good question. I am so curious about so many things. I mean, obviously, we're talking about microphone, U, USB, yeah, yeah, technology. Yeah. You know, the first. All right, here we go. Okay, let's hear it's it. Just off the top of my head, it's probably going to be boring. That's what we want? No, that's okay. But uh, I tried to buy my favorite mic, which is the Shure SM7B. Everybody oh, loves those. Okay. those Couldn't get it to work right. I don't know if I didn't have the right preamp. I don't know. It was just, I could not get it hmm. to sound the way I wanted it to sound. You are talking to a man who has a bachelor's degree in audio production. Well, yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about, that microphone? Well, okay, but is it it's a USB one? No. Okay. No. That's what I'm make sure. So you're going into what oh, are you going first into? Forget, forget. No, no, no you I'm, don't know that microphone. I don't know. Li- I mean, I know sure. I've I've done live audio. I don't do the audio that goes into the computer. Once it gets to the computer, I'm out. That's where it. he takes over. So. I got. It, I got him. No, no. Did it you doesn't have like a mixer. I don't. Know, I think I did have a preamp. I think it went through, but it's just, I could never get it to work. Right. We'll yeah. talk about something That's else. Okay. Yeah. I thought maybe if you're singing in a band, I can help you out. You know. Well, Michael Jackson. You might be too young. He was a big pop <laughs> star. I'm not that. Some young. people called him the king. Yeah, of pop. Yeah. Even though we live in a you know very egalitarian society where we don't sure. have kings and queens, but sure, sure, yeah. yeah. And uh, he recorded that album, Thriller. Came out. I'm going to say 1983. Biggest album of the century. Although there is some debate. You know what the other one is? Because it's the way they count copies sold. Dire Straits. No. Keep going. Yeah, Eagles Greatest Hits Part One. Correct. Yes. Right. I knew it's like all that kind of. Dire Straits and Eagles are the same to you. No, but I think they're on the list somewhere. Maybe not. Maybe I'm not. Dire Straits. No. I don't know. But yes, Eagles, yeah, from. so there is a debate which album actually sold more, but well, they're both monsters. Right. Somebody once told me in the, that's in the industry that worked as a sales clerk, uh-huh. like who was in charge of the music department at like Sam Goody or somewhere, told me that those numbers are based on albums shipped. Not sold? Not necessarily sold. And so, but once they ship that many, then they give them the record and there's like yeah. some weird, and then the scans, then there's all, they have ways of gaming those scan systems and all kinds of scams that they would do to bump up the numbers. Of course. Like they, he said one time a record label exec had him scan as sold like a, like hundreds of CDs, some certain band CD, and then he's like, then he just took them and like just, 
put them in a like a warehouse somewhere. Like just put them away. And I guess that happened all the time. If I'm not mistaken, there's a very good evidence that happened with the Beatles. Really? Well, their manager ran a record store, ran Nem's Records, so he could like order a bunch of it and bump up their sales. Yeah, and suddenly they're on the charts. With the interest there, yeah, I would think. You would think. Yeah, the guy that's managing the band is deciding how many records are sold. So you yourself are a musician. Mm-hmm. Musician, stand-up, actor, writer are the four main things I do. Yeah, and you're just doing all of those all the time, or some of the, or some of the time. Or it depends. Um, like um, I've been writing some um, award shows lately. Yeah. So that's been rather that's cool. fun. And um, just did the Creative Arts Emmy Awards. Do you know what that is? Yes. It's not. I, I, I don't. It's not the. TV uh, ones. Well, it is on TV now, oh, okay. but it's like we do it over a couple nights, and it's like makeup, yeah. editing, oh, okay. Okay. directing, you know, uh, yeah, so it's, they give out a bunch of Emmys, so it's really fun. And then I'm probably going to be writing uh, with T.J. Miller the Critics' Choice Awards. T.J. Miller just had him on the show. Yeah, you did. Yeah, Here. love that dude. Love he's that. A, he's awesome. So if I could ask, like, yeah. when you write an award show, is it is it a script form? Like, how does that how does that work? If you don't mind. What do you mean? Like, is it like, like does it look just like a like a screenplay script or? Is you just eventually, it does. No, what I do is I write all in the body of an email. Okay. Not even in a word. Sometimes okay. we share something called a Google Doc. Yeah. Do you know what that is? We, we use it. Yeah, all right, you got yeah. the Google. Sometimes I just shared the Google Doc with other people writing. But then I send it over. We have a script department, and they format it and okay. send it to the okay. talent. And okay. So you're writing, like, the stuff that they're saying when they're presenting the awards, like those um, kind of things? Yeah, the, like the weird, awkward. Yeah. That's you. Presenter copy, yeah. Do you right. ever, like, when you're watching these people say you're... Lines or as it, does it sometimes are you are you screaming in frustration that they're not doing it right? Or well, as a comedian, it's it's I this is, it, this is all I this is what I've learned that it's very 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 difficult to create a comedic moment on stage between two actors, especially if they don't know each yeah, other. Right. Not and, it, and it's also there's a certain forceness to it, like they're obviously reading it off a teleprompter or something right. like that. So it's but. When I have one person, like I just, I wrote something with Rob Cordry for editing that was just great. It was a very easy to write. So that's more, so when I think in this next one, I'm going to be working more just with the TJ and like any single person. Because I'm a little burnt out on the awkward, hey, we're very honored to be handing out awards for, you know. Best uh, set design, you know. So it's easier when you like you're writing for like the host. Yes. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you, I wrote some stuff for Jane Lynch. Yeah. Or just anyone, really anyone, just speaking as one person. Yeah. Let me give you a couple of exceptions. I wrote for um, Key and Peel, so they already have like defined characters. Right, right. So I like I knew I could write something about the Uber driver bringing him over, you know, that kind of thing. So, but that's an exception. It's usually. Yeah, if I'm doing a one, because it also I think it lends itself to that. 
Sure. Like sure. one person walking out. I don't know why we have the two people doing the banter thing. It's kind of weird. Yeah, right. But it's what but they've always done. I know. Sometimes it creates these moments in time that will never... Right, that they like, are there. I mean, I, I still think about... And they do some things intentionally, like MTV especially, like when they had like... Buster Rhymes and Martha Stewart. Oh, like, right, right. Let's just see what the heck happens with this. And it's right, crazy. I remember there was one that um, I think MTV had with RuPaul and Milton Berle. Yeah, right. yeah. Just yeah. Like, what is happening? Yeah. Right and I think they do that because that's where I guess they yeah. hopefully find some comedy in there. Now I'm or not going to be a giant train wreck. And right. Either way, people are going to talk about it. I have to look just at my phone just to check that's the time, really, just because okay. I have a show tonight. What yeah. show but are you doing? I'm doing a benefit. For the firefighters, it's, I don't know, you know, it's California Firefighter Appreciation Month. Okay, and then we live in the Inland Empire where there's lots of fires. Oh, yeah, of course. I used to date a girl who lived in Upland. Really? Yeah, Yeah. our friend's friend, one of our best friends is from Upland. You know what that is? Yeah, absolutely. We would go to his house all the time when we went to school in La Mirada. Right. Uh, and then we drive up to Upland. That was our little getaway. It was going yeah, to our friend's yeah. house. I always love the Montclair Montclaire. Montclair. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's all right. A, you know that? I know yes. it well. Fairmont Colleges. Best, best record store maybe in all of Southern California is up there. Rhino really? Records. You know if you're familiar with it. Say it again. Rhino Records. You're saying Rhino or Rhino? Rhino, Rhino like the, yeah. the rhinoceros. Yeah. I mean, I, is it the same company? I that, think it is. I don't know. I think it seems is like it? it. Maybe. But it's I been there forever. I always assumed it was. Yeah. There's also Rasputin. Rasputin was up there. No. no. What's the one that was up there where I bought the giant? I love that you guys are talking about a, things that kids don't even know. No, record no, stores. People, our listeners know records. If you look to your left there, yeah. that's a record we put out of our podcast. Oh, yeah. So they're aware. They know. Oh, I like it. Whether they're old enough to know, they know. Whether they own a record player, I don't even know. But, I yeah, love that's it. That's our record. Yeah. This is what we call a 7-inch? That's a 7-inch. Yes. It's the world's first podcast on a 7-inch. Congratulations! Yeah. Right there, yeah. you can get a picture of me holding this when we're done. All right, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so you also you yeah. compose yeah. music. You, I compose. You perform music. Do you have well, a- in my act. If you obviously not familiar with my act, but I've all no, it's fine. Believe me. Um, I used we, to we play a lot out in the Inland Empire. Of course, <laughs> I used to be a club out there. Um, I play. Uh, I used to play ukulele, and Ontario has an improv, and would electrify it. So, so I'd right. play like Hendrix stuff on it. But in the last ten years or twelve years, I've now uh, moved to piano. Very cool. Just because it's easier to transport a piano, obviously, yeah. well, than a ukulele. Of course, yeah, of course right? right? Yeah. Yeah. As one does. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. So I've been doing a lot of piano. Awesome. And um, so that's in my act. So I've always, I've always liked comedians that use music. I was a big Steve Martin fan when I was a oh, yeah. kid. Oh, yeah. And uh, there was a comedian named Victor Borga. You probably, probably have never heard no, of him. No, no. I, see, and, I own records still, and I have the records that my parents had. Yeah, he's a, oh, yes. he, he's one of the first comedians to put out records. Like when it was on 78, before there was, when it was an album of records. Um, so, uh, yeah. So anyway, so I do that, and then I'm sorry, I don't know, do you know Maria Bamford, the yes, comedian? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. She did a special called uh, The Special Special Special, <laughs> where she performs just for her parents, but to add a little something, she has me kind of playing piano nice. a little next to her and laughing, so uh, needless to say, I was thrilled to be part of that. <laughs> I think she's just genius. I just really love her stand-up. And... Uh, 
and that's it. And then act, and then I want to brag. It was just in the documentary now. Do you know that, Joe? Oh yeah, yeah. that's one of yeah, my Really? Yeah, I'm on the new season. The, one, I the I first one. I'm on the first one. Now okay. you'll see me. I actually have a mustache. It's awesome. called the bunker. It's about the war room. Well, gotcha. yeah, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Very yeah. exciting. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for thank chatting so with us. Oh, my God. I feel like I've... Did I overstay my welcome? No. You sure? Not. Absolutely. You couldn't. Absolutely not. You can hang out all night. No, 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 no. I feel like I went over too no, much. No, you did not. I hate talking about myself, but this oh. is fun. Yeah. Let's do a recap. All right. Let's do a recap. Talk what you talked about the microphone. microphone. We talked about the SM7B. Yeah. That you didn't know anything. We talked about preschool. Brandon. Brandon. That trauma you have. Yeah. Right, right. TK. Is it okay, transitional kindergarten. We yeah. talked about that. We talked about talked about records. Talked about all of the things that you did. Montclair, Claremont. Like yeah. how creative were they? Those people right. that came up with those two towns. What else are we going to call it? <laughs> well, no other. We came up with one good name. Yeah, let's yeah, do it. Right. Right. Like, we got the Claire. Let's just do something with that. Yeah, yeah. Riff on it. Of course. Yeah. Of course. West Claire, North Claire. The inland. Let me just a little tag. I always like the <laughs> that the inland is an empire. Of like it seems like a little bit of an overstatement. One day we're going to all rise up and take over Los Angeles. I understand, but that sounds more like a a, a revolt yeah. than a. And, yeah. An empire assumed you were already a thing. San Bernardino is the largest county in the United States. It's true. Well, square miles or population? Square miles, not population. No, no, no. Square miles, physically largest, because it encompasses the whole desert all the way out to Nevada. It's really huge. largest. Look it up. Now there are. Uh, Alaska has larger, but they don't. They're, I think parishes up there, not counties. Really? Yeah. So this is like a semantics thing. Oh, absolutely. But what's a parish? Uh, it's about the government, local government, which we don't have to go into here. Okay. Trivia cares. question. All right. What is the largest city in the United States? Square miles. Hmm. Ooh, that's good. Everyone knows population. That's not square miles. I feel like Dallas is pretty big. Well, one of those Texas ones. See, I don't know. I feel like it's going to be something tricky, though. Like something in Alaska because there's so much room. No? Jacksonville, Florida. Oh. Really? Yeah. Wow. I had no idea. Because is it like a lot? Of I don't know. I don't have the... I got lots of swamps. And people are like, we don't want this. You can have it. Here, Jacksonville. Take it. And then another town that have our swamp. You can have all the swamp you want. Florida has the lowest, highest point in the United yes, States. Yes. Yeah. Have you been there? I have not. It's, up it's in the very flat, very flat, yeah. very flat. Yes. Right. Yeah. Guys, we did Thanks, it. Bill. Thank you very much. It's all cold, dudes. Wow. Yeah. Ooh. Welcome back to Radio Brendo Marm. Brendo Brendo Marm. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Everybody's gonna think we're just going <laughs> completely insane. Uh, yeah, but I mean, I had to. It's just too good, man. So those are some fantastic interviews. They're great. I can't believe we've maybe gotten to the end of them, or perhaps haven't. Perhaps quite. we'll see. At this point, we don't know. I have no idea, Phil. <laughs> what if they never end? What if? We, I mean, we, I feel like we recorded like twenty hours of stuff. It's a lot of hours of stuff. I mean, we were in that room for lots of hours. What if we just have so many interviews that we keep going until next year's Podfest? What we if just we become just become Podfest? Podfest? Podcast? Podfest? Podcast? Pod? Ooh, podcast? Podfest podcast soundcast. Yeah, soundcast. Soundcast. Courtesy of Mark Hershon. Yeah. 
Wait, we had him on our show, right? Yes, okay. he was already on. That's people right. have heard. Right. So I have a hard time remembering which people we had on our show and which people's shows we were. We on. were on other people's shows, so go find that. Yeah, we're out there, and I, I, I can't even keep track because there was so much. We were just recording all day long. Yeah, it's great. When we weren't recording our show, we were on we other were people's on someone shows. Else's show, yeah. Like I think we were on Nerd's Eye View. I yeah, I think so. <laughs> I know Andrew was on our show. Yeah, we were because we I remember we just basically took over and did Radio Brindle yeah. and on Nerd's Eye View. Yeah. So sorry about that, guys. Hey, <laughs> you, hey, you have to know what you're getting you by now. Like, do. I mean, come on. Yep. You know what the package is. People have been listening to us. They know what's going to happen. The people in there knew what they were going to get. Yep. Because they they've been listening to us talking about it. They knew exactly what they, they were They knew getting. what was happening. I mean, I know we're going to be on uh, WTF Pod Bank. Bang. What's Aaron's show? Bang, bang. Something. Aaron Brodkin's podcast. Yeah. WT Pod. Yeah. WTF. What? WTF WT Pod. Bang, bang. Uh, something. So, uh, yeah. It's one of those. Aaron Brodkin. Good guy. We're going to be on it. I, I, I mean, we kind of, we buried the hatchet yes. when it came to the whole Marin thing. Yeah. We, we talked it over. Came to terms. Came to terms with what happened. <laughs> <laughs> that traumatic, but also amazing event. It just goes to show it's worth having people. It doesn't you don't have to get along. You don't have to agree with everything everyone does to be friends with people. And we're totally friends, and he's that's awesome. Right. And um, I still think he's crazy. Yeah, I do, and that's why I want to talk to him this some as more. much. But he's he a good guy, and I want to have him back on the show. Well, on the show, we haven't had him on the show because we did his. We only did his. Yeah. See, that's another so one. I want to have him. Remember which? Yeah, one. I couldn't remember who was rolling when we were. I, talking. I don't know. I feel like they should. I feel like we should probably just have like a central board, and then we just kind of dole it all out. Yeah, but how long would that take? This. Oh my through? gosh. <laughs> So much. As it is, man, I mean, we did, how many hours did we record? A lot. It's a lot of hours. A lot of hours. Because there were multiple interviews that were like a half hour. <laughs> and, and yeah, it's just a lot of stuff. We just, again, LAPodfest.com, they are talking about, they're going to be announcing next year's dates pretty soon. Graham Elwood was just in our Facebook group that we have for the attendees saying they're working on it. we got to get our tickets early this year. Definitely. Not Save waiting. that money, Not waiting and you don't time. want to miss out because I feel like it's just gonna get it's getting bigger and bigger. Well, yeah, the, and because I was I knew I was gonna do it this year, and then I waited too long, and it wasn't that long. It, yeah. it went pretty fast, and then the second tier, I'm like, well, that'll be fine, and then I just waited forever. Basically, get on it, get on it right away, get on it right away because it's, we know we're gonna do it. Get up on it. We gotta bring Janelle next year, cause I feel like that's an even, that's like an, like, not that this year wasn't awesome, but I feel like if we had Janelle in there, I feel like, I feel like even, like, that would have, might have been like the missing piece <laughs> to just like, total podcast domination. Yeah. Oh, I think that'd be really fun. We, we Can you imagine Janelle, that. like, in TJ Miller, like, oh. oh. Who knows what could happen? Fireworks, explosions. I'm excited. I want, I want Janelle to be there next yeah. year. Um, and I also, I want to, I want to, maybe if I just, I think I'm going to use my, um, my, like, I have my summer saver account that I'm just putting yeah, away money. Yeah. And I think I might use that to say, I want Sofatel money. You want the Sofatel? Cause. I mean, that sure would be nice. Just being able to be there and not having, and then we could just walk across the street and have soup plantation and it'd be no big thing. Yeah. And then we'd be all refreshed. We could have food in our rooms. We could bring in stuff. We could, it would be, I think it would be, I think we need to do that. If not that, we could do the one like something right, right there. around the corner, like the couch say. Couch say? 
Let that sink in. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that was terrible. Not the Sofatel. <laughs> you need to go to bed. <laughs> okay. Okay. That was good. That was good. I'm just thinking about like how insane this week has been and how I almost, on top of that, went to like some WWE shows. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that I like you, you had some restraint. I did. <laughs> That's because good. well, also they were during other stuff, but I, I probably could have found a way to make at least one of those things work, and I'm glad that I didn't even attempt <laughs> it because right now all I want to do is maybe veg out for a little bit, and then I'm gonna sleep for like ten hours. I. I see. I I can't sleep for ten hours, even at this point. I but don't. I can get a good solid eight, though, so that's good. Well, you better get that I'm in. Good. I'm getting it in. Get it in. So for next week, you're gonna come back refreshed. We're gonna yeah. do the full super episode. We got mail. We got Amazon. We got lots of stuff to talk about. New TV shows. Oh yeah, TV's back up. And great. all that stuff's going on. We've been playing lots of video games. You got a ton of video games because I think you've been saving up video games for a super oh long. Oh my gosh! I mean, yeah, time. I haven't been talking about it forever. Um, and I, yeah, I, I actually played one of those games from that like uh, well, the skunk, the skunk deal. How and was that? Awful. I still haven't even downloaded it because. But you got to get the coins. But you got the coins. Is that still it. a thing? I don't know. No, it's not. It's not on there. Currently, it's not on there. Okay. Well, there was a thing where it was for free, but it was since it was listed at twenty eight dollars in the Wii U's in the shore. But it was store, on sale for free. But you still got the retail price of the credits. I feel like that was a whole big thing that they did just to get publicity oh, and get, why and get else free would you games. Have downloaded that like stuff. took this whole cabal of getting free. Yeah. Do you think Nintendo like once were like what what is happening right now? Like no, definitely. we've given out a record number of gold coins. Why, why are we giving out these for games? They they definitely caught on because it's not on there now. And oh, I got on. it was on, then it was off, then it was on again. But you couldn't do it from you couldn't your do it through computer. the web. You had to go into the Wii U shop, and now it's off again. So once they caught again, on. This is something you can't even do. So yeah, but we'll talk more about video games next week, probably. Question mark? Yes, yes. And you'll have more stuff because you're going on your field trip tomorrow. Going on a field trip tomorrow. I'm finishing jury duty. Yeah. Hopefully tomorrow, unless something. I I, I'm not even going to say anything because we have jinxed everything so many times. I've already thought the the word that starts with H in my head. Huh. And so does that mean it it counts? Like, do I have to say it out loud? If that happens, but if that happens, I still get to go home, right? I don't know. I thought that means you get in trouble. No, I think it means you have to stay there until you solve it. Oh, man. That's what happened in jury duty. But then what if it's a mistrial? Then I get to go home. No, it's just a hung jury. It means you're stuck. Doesn't that mean it's over? No, it means you have to, like, keep deliberating until you solve it. Isn't there ones that end in a hung jury? I don't know, man. And then they do a retrial, and I'm not part of that part. I don't know. What if I have to sit through the whole thing? You have to start over again. I don't think that's going to happen. You redo. This morning, one of the jurors wasn't there, and it turned out he had accidentally slept in, but I was like... If they call an alternate, we're gonna have to start the whole deliberation again. Oh my god! I'm just like, ugh. Luckily, he showed up. Oh, because I was like, if this guy does like not show up, fine for being late or something. No, they just like I don't know. I don't know how that works, but he felt horrible. But it was he was only a half hour. It was I guess, fine. I guess the social like punishment is enough to. We like, gave him a lot of 
well-natured ribbing. Because <laughs> one of the last things we said at the end of the day was like, if only we had another half hour, <laughs> we might have been able to get this done. And everyone's like, what? Yes. <laughs> oh, very <laughs> <Like>, humor. <laughs> yeah. But I'm ready for that to be over because I'm ready to talk about it because I need to talk about it. Man. It's been crazy not being able to talk about yeah, this yeah. whole thing to anybody. Um And... Oh my gosh. I mean, it's a great experience. I would, I definitely would, I mean, of course I'm going to do it again. It's my duty, but now I feel like I can do this. Yeah. And it's a thing that everybody should do because you want to be invested in our justice system and you want the system to work and the system works when people participate and are fair and open-minded. So, yeah. Do your civic duty. America. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we need to go oh we need gosh. to go to bed thank you all for listening thank to you guys nonsense. go to radiobredo.com check out all this stuff there why does my freaking screensaver turn on now <laughs> I don't even I don't know. know it does it's never that's done that new. before no, that's, that's new that's I'm new. gonna turn it off because you don't you know you don't need screensavers yeah, anymore like a functional that's for thing, like right? old CRT monitors right. it's gonna burn into your Man, I remember people, even with the screen, I remember my friend had one where he, he had like, he had a screensaver, but then like the monitors were so crappy that then the toasters were like burnt were burning, in. Yeah, you could so see So even the, the toasters yeah. were burnt in. Man, remember After Dark screensaver? Yep. And then I had the one where it was like the naughty version and it was like flying toilets. <laughs> Ooh. I forgot what it was. I think it was After Dark, After Dark or something. <laughs> and it had like flying toilets and some other stupid things. It was really silly. But just the fact that I paid money for a pack of screensavers, yeah. we've a come so time. different, different time, man. Time. Different, very different time. I also had a thing, for, I remember my other favorite piece of software that I had, this is really stupid, and then we'll go, okay. um, is... My, you know those CDs that you would get that had like 1001 shareware programs? Yeah. This is before the internet where you could just download stuff. Yeah. I mean, you could have downloaded them from BBSs, and I found a lot of those were downloaded because they'd have like little, they'd have the little text files downloaded from this thing. So you're basically paying for things that free stuff. And I remember we, and we'd go, and all it was was you'd get the CD and then there'd just be folders and you'd just start running things and there'd be some games, there'd be some weird <laughs> programs. And one of them my brother and I found, we clicked on it and it said fart machine. <laughs> and, and then, so then, and then we clicked on it and nothing happened, but then every five minutes, this this guy would this little guy would pop up on the screen, pull his pants down, and let out a fart. And it was like this program you're supposed to run on your friend's computer, and then they don't know. So then, like every five minutes, this guy comes in and farts. And and then we and then we figured out how that we found the wave file of the fart sound that was on the CD, and we just copied that and just played it over and over again. I think we turned it into our Windows Start sound. And then they had like different levels of farts. There was like a liquid one. There, it was called the fart machine. Oh, these are simpler times. Oh my! And we we had we would we got like we got hours of entertainment out of this. It was a free program called the Fart Machine. Back when, like, a wave file it was a big was deal. A big deal. Man. Yeah. I remember when I figured out that I could rip wave files off of my CDs. 
I was like, whoa, what? Uh. And then I had him on the computer, but then I didn't know what to do with him because this was pre-MP3, pre-anything. So I just had him on my computer. I'm like, <laughs> I guess this is okay. But then they were, like, huge. So my And our hard drives are so small, so I could only fit, like, two CDs <laughs> right. of WAV files onto my computer. But I'm like, look, I take the CD out and I can still play it. Whoa! <laughs> Technology, man. Man. It's changed. It's changed the world. I can put at least three CDs on my computer. Yes. At least. Well, once again, RadioBrender.com, BenviewNetwork.com for all the Benview Network shows. And check out all the shows that we've been talking about from the PodFest and all the guests that we've had on the show. I put links in the show and descriptions nice. for anybody that has a podcast. You can also – I put their Twitter accounts. Follow these people. Tell them we sent you. Tell them how great they are. Thank you, everybody. If you're listening to this and you've been on the show or you were part of PodFest, it was awesome. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for hanging out. LAPodFest.com, and we're all going to be there next year once again. And can I, I'm already so excited. It's already countdown. It's like Christmas. Ah, yeah. It's talking Christmas. Talking Christmas. <laughs> well, on that note, embrace the marm, everybody. That's right. Do and it. for Radio Brendo Man... I'm Brendan Creasy. And I'm Phil Vecchio. Have a good one, everybody.
This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com. Feeling peckish this midnight? Sate your appetite for terror and reserve your ears for a feast of the sound. The Midnight Marinera podcast is here for you, intrepid listeners. We sample only the finest in sinister stories and, coating them with our own unique spooky sauce, present them to you as eerie audio dramas. Tune in twice monthly as Midnight Marinera sends shivers of fear and spasms of laughter through you. Bon appétit! <laughs>